The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Reigns. 
tonight I serve as defense counsel in this tribal court to wit I offer you defense item number one wise man please shut your mouth <laughs> let me spell this out so even the two of you can understand it neither one of you are the ones to tell me when to stop talking there's only one man in wwe that will ever tell paul Heyman to stop talking
Acknowledge me! Yeah, you're right. I got pen. But last time I checked, I'm still the tribal chief. So let me get this right. You two hear it? They're not talking to you. Lord knows you ain't the tribal chief. And whether you believe it or not, you ain't the tribal chief either. Yeah. So I'm, I'm having trouble understanding why I'm here tonight. If the tribal chief didn't call for tribal court, then this isn't official. This isn't legitimate. Why are you wasting my time, huh? Tell me who has the authority to call me out here and put me on trial, huh? Is it you? Is it you? No, 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 Roman, not this time. Nah, 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 this time, Moose. See, what you're not gonna do is uh, manipulate us like you always do, right? No, no. Hey, but check this out, Moose. You can check this package out and try to spin that. Misrepresent me, the bloodline, and our family. Apologize. Not apologize. Who's the who's the who's the clown? I whoop you then. I whoop you now. These two right here, get out. They work for me. This is my ring. Don't obey me. I didn't tell you to come out of here. I'm that guy. I make these choices. I love you, wise man. I love you, too, my brother Steve. And you're fired. You understand my position, Jimmy? I'm Jake. Doesn't matter anyways. The tribal chief is head and shoulders above everybody. The elders, they may have sent you, but you answer to me now. No! He's an anchor. I'm the wings. I lift you up, he drags you down. I own it all, I run it all, I feed everyone you tell them. My cousins come out here and say, We! No! I'm the only one. You are nothing without me. All the line. You out there saying, We? 
ours, us. I'll run this. This is all mine. footage of my worst moments to embarrass me as my children are watching my daughters in the back looking at me right now not understanding who I am because of you I take on the weight of the world I take on the weight of your family your family his family everybody's family and I lift them all up you think I needed more responsibility I have five children in my household. You think I needed to take on yours too? When they showed me the vision, when they told me what needed to be done, they didn't tell me this was going to happen.
Triple J as he goes after Roman Reigns. As once again, now Solo Sokoa gets involved. As once again, the master manipulator Roman Reigns playing a game with his cousins here tonight. Jimmy Uso, and there's nothing Jay can do. Slow breaking, 
Roman forcing Jimmy's brother Jay to watch this assault, to watch his brother being tortured, just feet away from him. Jimmy falls in a heap to the floor. Roman Reigns incensed, angered at what he feels is the betrayal of his cousins. As Jay continues to be trapped, helpless. And Jay finally frees himself and finally goes out the race. Roman's down, Jay Uso now, taken into the tribal chief, and Solo Sokoa. And now Jimmy and Jay, both lifeless. Finish him! Finish him! Roman barking orders to Solo. We are witnessing an atrocity going down at ringside. Complete and utter destruction at the hands of Roman Reigns. And now Roman starting to bury Jey Uso under chairs at the announce table. Officials out here trying somehow to stop this, this ferocious assault. Meanwhile, Jimmy Uso on top of the announce table. And Solo trying to do what he, he couldn't do with money in the bank. Flashing yeah! through Jimmy, through the table. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Smack Attack. And this right, it is the Smack Attack, the show of the people, by the people, for the people. And as you can see, as always, I have the heart and souls 
of the PWC with me, uh, the gentlemen who make the sauce, who make it work, and uh, continue to just put out excellent stuff. Uh, except I do have to say this, when you guys, like, it's, I don't know if y'all are contractually obligated to go certain times, because sometimes your intros and outros, like, are maddeningly, maddeningly long. They are just like, holy cow. Like, eight minutes and 10 minutes, and then like a 20 minute outro, and I'm going, whoa, like, are y'all contracted to go two hours or whatever? We're, we may we're have in- had this conversation a number of times with oh, our really? producer. <laughs> Yeah, this this is this is not something that, that Chris nor I think is attractive at all. Or, and like you, we think it's a disincentive to a new listener to have to go through all of that shit. Yeah. Like once you once you've been a listener for a while, maybe you put up with it, or maybe you'll scroll. I skip through it, but Jimmy not only won't stop doing it; he actually enjoys doing that. Um, so he's a selfish prep. If, if, he just stopped, <laughs> if, if he would just stop doing that, we probably would be bigger than Wrestling Soup, uh, and and the biggest in the universe. We might even be. We might even have to um, uh, have Hameen Media Army sue for peace. Um, and more importantly, Mr. Jim would probably have twelve extra hours a day. And believe you me, he needs that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I, I look, I just say, I, I love you guys' shows, but man, those intros and outros, then sometimes we let the music linger a little too long, so it's almost hard to hear you guys sometimes, which I get, look, I love production or whatever, cool, but sometimes simple is fine. Simple is better sometimes, just saying. But anyway. I, I, I want to say, I think he did a really good job on this week's Far Center. I, I do think that the intros and outros were appropriate, and also that he faded them in and out perfectly. So yeah. I, I'll, I'll, That's, give, I'll give Jimmy his flowers when he deserves them. That is on my list of shows to listen to. I haven't had a chance to catch up to it yet. So I'm excited to hear. You did that since it was so, it was so <laughs> concise. <laughs> yeah. But ladies and gentlemen, let's start with the the man who's at the bottom, but he lives up top. Let's go with Chris Ams. Chris, how are you, my friend? I'm good, man. I'm good. Yeah, that's Christopher Ams, AMBS, like lambs with Noel or bullshit first thing in the morning. Don't worry, everybody. If you ever forget how to spell my name, I'll just remind you. Um, also, I just want to say I'm really sorry for being late, guys. I was taking a shower. Um, so I'm so I'm late. Oh wait, no, I was on time in spite of the fact that I took a shower. That's how it's done, Jimmy. Jimmy, right. hello, Jimmy. Oh, and what didn't you eat too? Like, I know. ate. I could have went to the store because I set a timer, and then I woke up and gave myself enough time to do the things that I needed to in order to be on time. Oh my gosh, boy, it's like Jimmy is in. We're playing in the NBA, and he's he's on a schoolyard level. And he just keeps getting dunked on. But it's fun. That's why we do it. Uh, and then over to my side over here is the evil dose, the most evil of doctors and lawyers amongst themselves because he is a doctor and a lawyer. So, therefore, he's a doctor lawyer, right? Right? Doctor mm-hmm. lawyer? Does that yep. make him super evil? Sure. So, uh, Jeff, how are you, my friend? I'm great. I, too, took a shower this morning and got here on time. This, this is what a day. Right. Um, I'm really enjoying this episode of Smack Attack, where we're talking smack against Jimmy and attacking only Jimmy. I, you know, and and J- Jimmy's the smelliest, not not Jimmy Uso. 
Um, and I, I vote that we devote the entire I have two, two hours and 30 minutes. We usually go two hours and 22 minutes should be about Jimmy and the other eight minutes can be about Smackdown. Okay, I'm good with that. Like, so now it's no longer... Almost yeah, so it's still on. And then look, even Retro Rocket Review, our first person is, I went to the racetrack and took a bath. Whoa, like, that's big time Retro Rocket Review. Cantonadia Spaceman, you took a bath. Like, he didn't a shower. Bath. He wow. took a bath, right? You know, bath? Yeah, was there, was there a boat? Was there a, uh, uh, what do they call those stupid things? The bath bomb? That you put in there? Did you use that too? Uh, since it was out. a since it was a bath and apparently quite a relaxing one, can we say that he soaked? Yes, he did. Ooh. I did. Look, I thought about y'all this week when I I went. To, I just had to knock some dust off my truck, and I went to the car wash, and you know I paid for whatever, and it, it does the soap, and then it says car soaking, and I thought oh, I'm gonna have to remember this to tell the boys this week. So my car soaked this week. I didn't. But my car did. So, um, yeah, apparently my, my car is Mormon. Uh, my truck is Mormon. So. Truck's you know. getting action. Yeah. Which is, now, which is now what you expect from that particular truck. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, oh, whoa, whoa. Look, 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 look. What, oh, my gosh. Should we let him on them? Should we must, can... must, uh, must have heard his uh, ears burning. Right, because if we don't, then it doesn't become the smack attack where we talk smack and attack Jimmy. We now have to talk about the show, and it doesn't keep up with our two hours and 22 minutes of the 2.30. Just, just so... tell him that you'll let him in as soon as you go to the store. Okay, yeah, I'm going to go to the store, and I'm going to take a shower, and I'm going to eat some food, Jimmy, and then I'll let you in when I come back. <laughs> He's giving the thumbs up. All right, here we go. There you go, buddy. Uh, good to see you, my friend. Hey, look, this is a new record. You're only seven minutes late, dude. Only seven minutes. <laughs> I thought I would have been five minutes, but fuck me. God damn it. Hey, so what's know, going Bob? on, peeps? Hey, we just we what's just cracking. Look, this is how early you are. We were, yeah. we were going to talk smack about you and attack you for the next two hours and 20 minutes, but now you're here. I'm just, well, we can yeah. You screwed you up the show, me Jimmy. When I'm the dynamite down under. If you know what I mean. <laughs> if you know what I mean, wink, wink. Um, He's got that dynamite down under. Yeah. You had too much Sorry, would you say, Jim? I'm just assuming oh, no. you put the... I just thought you put too much tzatziki in your cereal this morning. Uh, that's that's, that's kind of off, Jeff. That's disgusting. Well, I've had Vegemite. It's hardly as disgusting as that. That's pretty <laughs> bad. That's that's the worst shit, period. Yeah. I recommend none of you guys, even though Jeff already has, but, none, but the rest of you, do not try Vegemite. Do yourselves a favor. Oh no, I've had it. It's awful. Oh, you it's too? Oh, shit. Like, the, I found a, like, you know, there's, you know, sometimes you go to the, these, um, supermarkets and they'll have like the uh, some of the fancier supermarkets will have like international, you know, stuff on their shelves. Sure, the fancy supermarkets. Well, yeah, some what? of them do. Um, you know, oh, and yeah. so they've got the same shit. Well, yeah, yeah, continue. yeah, yeah. So, uh, like, I, I was like, and it was, it was like, I was a jar like that big. It wasn't that big. I thought, yeah, you, know what? I you don't need people. much, John. No, I know. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And it's like I read what is Vegemite. You put it on toast. Like, okay. So I, this was in college, and I did it, and I was just like, Ugh. oh shit! Like it was, I I thought someone puked in my mouth, and I was trying really hard not to like re-puke it. It was it was bad, 
And so Dude. then I, I, I did it as a prank on one of my friends. <laughs> did you say it was chocolate? No, yeah. So like I had toast. It was so okay. So I had I was in a big prank war when I was on the girls' softball team with one of the other girls. And so I had that. Wait, wait when wait, you were wait, on wait, the wait, girls' wait. softball team? Yes, I was on the girls' <laughs> softball team. Uh, so he's the I, man. What are you talking about? Look, look hey, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I have a far center about this very topic. <laughs> no, yeah. I look, I they paid for my college and I got to travel the country with 25 hot softball players. Yeah. So, hey, you know, hey, I, I'm with you on this one, John, but, just quietly. Was uh, this like bosom buddies where you like had to dress like a woman the entire time? Uh, no, it was, it was, I was the equipment manager. So, you know, for, for I, those who don't know what bosom buddies was, oh my it was, God. it's actually what made Tom Hanks a, mm-hmm. a star. Uh, but it was about two guys who, who got, who couldn't find an apartment in San Francisco, but there was an all women's building because they had them then mm-hmm. and, and they had to dress up as women. It was sort of like how Jack Ritter pretended he was gay to be able to live with Jan and Chrissy in Three's company. So, but it was like Tootsie before Tootsie, except they were they were committing real estate fraud, basically. Yeah. All right, Jimmy, real quick, because we've been talking about it. Explain, yeah, I was going to say, Aaron please Bishlomo, finish it. Aaron Bishlomo asked what Vegemite is before I continue this. Thing. I, don't, I don't know why we're asking Jimmy. Just highlight retro rocket reviews last comment. Oh, I yeah. Can't, but that's, that's funny. Right. I wanted to do that, too. It, there it we go. It's from the anus of Satan. Uh, Aaron it, it Bishlomo, fucking does. the yeast <laughs> extract from what I understand. Yeah. And it's and it's it looked hard. So, anyways, we're on. I'm in this prank war with one of the, the assistant coaches. Actually, she was like doing all kinds of stuff. So I went down and you were sweet on her, weren't you? Uh, no, not at all. She ended up marrying. She would do all kinds of stuff, John. Tell no. tell us more. Oh well, like she. So, so one time she came to the door and she said, "Hey, because I, I was the equipment." She said, "Hey, John, I need some tape." Okay, so I knocked on the uh, opened the door and she had tilted a. A trash can full of water and dumped it into my, you know, my room. So I was like, all right, fine. Well, I had the Vegemite for our next road trip, and I went and I got breakfast for her, and I put the Vegemite on, but then I put jelly over it so she couldn't see. Uh, it. Oh no, so, you didn't. Oh yeah, I did. And oh I, I, no, you like, did. Like I kind of put it on a little thick too, and so oh, no. she went to eat the toast, and she uh, about, you, it was awesome. We had a good time, but anyway. Oh, dude. Yeah. Did no, I tell I'm... you how I first discovered Vegemite? Yeah. I thought it was chocolate when I was a kid, dude. And I started crying my eyes out when I realized, <laughs> I, was like, I kid you not, I was about four years old. I was sleeping over my grandmother's house. He's about and four I years old, you heard him. Four years old, 40, I remember 40. this because it scarred me, dude. Straight up. I went looking for fucking, for like Nutella, right? Instead I see Vegemite now. I don't know what the fuck Vegemite is, but it looked like chocolate, right? I took a big spoonful of that shit, and I, <laughs> and I fucking died, bro. And since then, that's why I've I've got an, I've got a real problem with Vegemite. But man, I'm telling you, it was a shock to the system. Even as a child, I started crying. I thought, what the fuck is this? It's not chocolate. Is that why Adam <laughs> Cole doesn't eat? Because he had such a shock to the system for so many right. years. Ah, nice, nice. That's why he doesn't Like it, like it's that or. Like when you watch a kid see like powdered cocoa and they get it and they take a scoop and they eat it because they think it's going to yeah, be chocolate yeah, yeah, yeah. and it ends up being like the worst thing ever. And you watch kids' faces go, uh, uh, and they're like trying to get this the powder out. I love it. It's it's like watching a dog lick peanut butter. It is hilarious. Oh, <laughs> and I just want to say to Aaron Ben Schlemo, no Americans and Canadians don't really like it. Australians no. love right. it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> We haven't heard about it from the the song down under, but um, 
Yeah. I, I heard about it when I was younger because I, I went to a summer camp and the counselors were largely international and one was Australian and he oh, was, nice. was even the Vegemite and I, he, he, I didn't know what it was, but he's like, oh, you want to try it? I'm like, yeah. And he you know, gave me a little bit. It's not like he was trying to play a joke on anyone. Yeah. Is that a woman? Yeah, it's Alexa, but she's from Germany. Welcome in, Alexa. Uh, yeah, welcome in. Wunderwell. Yeah, England has something similar. They call it Marmite. And no, that's it's, still Australian Marmite. It's still, it, it's still Australian, but it's the shit version of Vegemite. If you're going to try it, that's like how is it the, the shit version, version of shit? This it's is, the yeah. ripoff. It's a ripoff version of Vegemite, basically. Yeah. Is it better or sense. worse? Like the only I've way never had it. I've never had it. I don't know. Shit in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he might as well. I haven't had Marmite, but it's supposed to be worse than Vegemite. But it's the like, same it, thing. It's actually eating like like vegetation compost, like when it yeah. like <laughs> and turns into a paste. That's what Vegemite is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, oh my gosh. So look, we went down. We went down a weird rabbit hole of food. But, <laughs> you know, uh, which is fine. But, we can talk uh, about your wussy car and how you work with girls. Well, we did wussy talk about car. that. My he, yes. So I have a Hyundai Santa Cruz, which is a oh, that's a, a wussy truck. car, bro. Wait, wait, <laughs> John, joking, John, yeah. John, I have a question. Yes. Why are you gay? Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, look, I do what I can to make Texas a little bit more. Prideful. <laughs> uh, there's there's too much there's too much testosterone so you know i have that but then i wore my texas hat and i got my texas shorts on right here so what are texas yeah. shorts dude i can't really see him properly is, uh, is he gonna do an otis on us and go oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so, there we oh go. you do have texas shorts on literally yeah yeah i do i, I look i went Look, because look, all last week with Chris and his Canada Day bullshit, I had to come <laughs> back with the uh, with the Texas Pride, uh, even though y'all said nothing about Fourth of July in America. You went all Canada Day, so you know. Actually, he's right. right. You yeah, know I what? Mean, I forgot listen, to say a happy. I mean, listen, too, the PWC, the PWC is a Canadian, an Australian, and a Jew, so we, we don't we don't care that much about July Fourth. That's not our thing. Look, you <laughs> have to bring in the Patriot every now and then, right? I mean, the Patriot has to show up. So. The most patriotic the PWC got was Jeff releasing a fucking episode talking about how Jefferson sucked ass. And, but I will agree with Jeff. Uh, Jefferson did suck ass. Like, people <laughs> want to talk about how great Jefferson is. No, fuck Jefferson. He was a dick. Come on. My guest, who, by the way, is a writer, is a sports writer for ESPN. Right. Unless he got fired two days later with the rest of the <laughs> Right. Um, but this coming week, there I have an episode with someone who wrote a book on all the puppetists of Jefferson and really the all the all the progeny of, of a particular law school instructor that they had and it's mm. called the Virginia way. Um, so that's coming up. The reason why the bad one came out on, uh, or the negative one came out on uh, July 4th is just because it was closer. So I, I then, because I never thought I'd talk to two authors on Jefferson period, let alone one that was pro one that was anti. So since it was before July 4th, I came up with my plan to have one release and then release it. So I, so I could do the little diatribe in the beginning, well, monologue, to tell the audience what's going, what's coming. Uh, otherwise, I probably would have started with the positive one, but 
I don't know. You know, I get these notions in my head that I think are yeah. important, but they don't matter to anyone else. Sort of like, you know, very long introductions at the beginning of a podcast and very long outros at the end of a podcast. Yeah, who does that, by the way? Oh, the PWC. <laughs> Anytime there's... I was thinking, where does that sound familiar? Because no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was telling them earlier, I was like, Jesus, I love your shows sometimes, but the intros and outros fucking just... Like, I'm well, going... Well, you don't have to listen yeah. to the outros, bro. I know, but that's all the whole... Like, I'm like, I'm looking and there's another 20 minutes and I'm going, is this all outro? Like, what the hell? Like, well, okay. sometimes you sneak things in there. Like, you'll sneak, like, a press conference thing after 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, I do. I'll sneak it in. I'll sneak it in. If it, if it goes for way longer than you think, it's more than likely a, a presser. Like, are you comp- uh, like, are you contractually obligated to go two hours? Is that why you add, like, these 20-minute outros? Like, is that what... I don't know. You think I would be, right? When you think about it. No, yeah, no, no. Like, but- Oh, God, Aaron Ben Schlum. I'll get back to you on, in a second on that. No, I do release versions without those intros. And believe it or not, the only reason why I still do that is because the ones with the intro get more downloads for some fucking weird reason. Okay, that's because you, you released the, the video version and the audio one separate. That's but, you can, but you can listen to the, audio, uh, the video one as an audio one without know, having to but, watch it. But people don't do that. They just don't. It, it takes more battery. It's, mm. It does all sorts of things. Anyway. Well, if you don't use your screen, it does. Well, it does. Jimmy, sorry. Aaron, Fuck. Jimmy, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. What is Aaron talking about? We did the machismo. Oh, yeah. Right? No, no, no. Because I haven't released the machismo yet, which I was going I to now. I saw. I, I thought no, I no, saw. No, 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 no. The, the latest skirmish is out. I, bro, I've been busy, man. I would have done it now, but then I would have been two hours late. It would be up because we didn't go live with that show. We didn't go live with that show. Sorry? You were busy oh, doing intros. I know you didn't go live because I saw it on, on YouTube. I was going to. I was going to go live. Right. happening now, and I'm like, nothing's happening now. No, oh, no, look, because... I, Vet... Garden of Doom just released a new episode of Mexican Giants and Monsters, and there's a yeah, Jeff, you had to that just released. Re- you had to release so... two shows on top of the skirmish god damn it it's all, it's all good though it's okay he's just making you look bad, he's just making you look bad <laughs> it's all Jimmy. good it's all good, uh, yeah. it's all good. I, I just want people to have a full saturday worth of entertainment to take well they've got at least wreckage tonight yes oh yes so. and they, well at least they've got seven uh shows to, I mean, got to pick from. From. they need about seven hours of things to do between now and and wreckage right right and there's a lot of shows that have come out in the last few days living. yeah yeah <laughs> Of yeah, course I am. I can't wait. I'm actually looking forward to it because either well, it's going to sink or swim. It. Yeah, yeah, we will watch it. Absolutely. But I don't know. I don't expect like people with lives and stuff to be home on Saturday night watching a show from 8 to 10. Imagine July 15th when they're doing the Battle of the Belts afterwards. Battle of the Belts. Oh, wait. Is that happening? That, yeah, that's that's actually, yeah. It's going to be essentially yeah. a three-hour collision. Mm-hmm. Now, so they're they, doing it after collision. Now, if they did that once a quarter, if that's what Battle of the Belts was, once a quarter, like almost like a free pay-per-view, that would have been a, what a nifty concept that would have been. Hmm. I guess it's true, mm-hmm. but I can't uh, believe the numbers four hundred and fifty-two thousand after the third week of collision. That's disgraceful for me. Well, it was Canada Day weekend. Well, <laughs> I mean, think about this. That was only a hundred thousand less than the week yeah, before. We were everyone. Everyone in my country was 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 camping. Nobody was home. The, the entire was, country of Canada was camping. I, I was on a. I've been on and fighting fires. Yeah. But starting new ones by camping. Right. No, I was just camping. Yeah, no, fuck. 
Fuck, fuck, fuck you guys. All, all of our smoke is headed to the south anyway. Nobody in Canada cares. We're like, good. Fuck you guys. We'll smoke. Well, it ended out. up. Didn't it end up in Europe for a little while? Like, it, it, like they showed some, like some of your smoke making it its way over to like Europe. That's oh, just west. That's just eastern Canada. Don't worry eastern. about it. There you go. That's fine. Europe yeah. is east Canada. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not gonna watch tonight either because I have another date. So. Wow! 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 Let's hear about yeah. this one. Uh, wait, first of all, are you going to trade your Hyundai Santa Cruz with like like a Dodge Ram <laughs> or a Manly truck? Uh, well, no. <laughs> look, look, right now, I I have a budget. I know what I can get, and I'm looking at. I'm kind of going to go going bougie. I might go an SUV. I want air conditioning seats and all wheel drive. That's what I want. So um, that has to so, fit within ooh, a budget yeah. of forty thousand or less. <laughs> So look, I'm going a little bougie because you know I can. Um, that's fine. You know, so long so, answer saying no. I'm driving my girly truck. No, I'm gonna no. I'm gonna probably get like a Lincoln Con, uh, like not no Lincoln um, uh, Nautilus or no no Continental is nah. It's that gas miles on that's bad. So like a Nautilus or <laughs> yeah. Corsair. A Mazda has like a lot of really good vehicles for honestly, dude. If if you want a car that that. That that will have no problems really, right? And I and I don't own it. I don't own one, but I'm telling you, out of honesty, Toyotas are the best right now, man. Oh yeah, but their resale value, like for what I want, I, I can't afford it, you know, because I want the all-wheel drive and the ACC. He lives in Texas. Right, right. Three exactly. choices: Chevy truck, Ford truck, <laughs> Dodge truck. Yeah. And then I'll go for Ford then, if that's the case. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, found one road dead or fix a repair the stars daily. Stars at night <laughs> are big and bright. <laughs> Steven, the uh-huh. Texas. You got to do it. Yeah. 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 How, do you get, how do you get a Texan distracted in an argument? You start that song. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Or how do you know you're anywhere and there's a Texan there? You, you oh, do that song, and I guarantee you, you will get a response. Yeah, it's yeah. legit. <laughs> I have done it. It's like Australians. It's the exact exactly. same thing as Australians. You took the words out of my Aussie, mouth, Aussie, Chris. Aussie. I know what you're going to say. Oi, 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 oi. Every time. Yeah. every time why Except, does canada not have that yeah like, like, what's up with what's that ours i want one i want one what, so what, bad what, what i just want to do it at the beginning of every show i don't know like we That's are the good beavers. question actually I, I have no idea like, <laughs> <laughs> you're uh, funny hey, Tim Hortons, uh, yeah, eh? canada loves the yeah, beaver. Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons, eh? <laughs> canada loves the beaver not like not like people who drive whatever John drives. Canada actually loves Beaver. Like, whatever I drive works. Okay, it's fine. Oh, um, shit. It makes it for what I need. Um, oh, man. Yeah, look I'm, look, I'm a cheap son of a bitch, and so I'm looking at gas mileage going, yeah, I don't want a truck that's going to, you know, I'm going to have to fill up every two weeks because gas prices, thanks, Joe Biden, continue to go up and down like a fucking yo-yo that started out the week at 3.30, down to two ninety nine, but about to go back up Damn. to three fifteen. Yeah, that's the kind of shit I have to deal with. Someone who likes to budget his stuff, and then I'm going, okay, fucking gas. Like you, you don't think everyone in the world has to deal with this? Yeah, same no, thing? we're paying out no, of our ass for gas too. Just quite. I'm aware of that. <laughs> we're hey, paying look, two dollars a liter, bro. Which why is why don't you get an electric car? Do they have those in Texas? Yeah, that's a gimmick. That's a fucking like gimmick. Kind of they're, fucking, they're fucking bullshit. Yeah, yeah, they are bullshit. They really are bullshit. How much do they really save you, man? I have no well, idea. Honestly, 
they don't. Like that was the thing. I was watching the sky. On this the is this is as woke as you get in Texas. This is as woke yeah. as you get in Texas. Like he's a social yeah. worker. He drives a kind of a gay car, but somebody brings <laughs> up an electric vehicle, and he's like, "That's bullshit. Fuck that stupid." Yeah. <laughs> well, no, like here's the thing. Yeah, well, I said it's bullshit. Like, I, Texas, where he launches all the space pads and, and leaves all the space junk. Yeah. You know, that's yeah, Bezos and Musk are both doing that. But here's the thing. I just watched a guy who's got a Rivian truck, right? The electric truck. And he talked about in three years and three years, he's going to be carbon neutral. But it's going to take that much time to do it. You know, so like he's not doing anything. He's actually he says right now after having relating into the truck. Is that what's going to happen? He's like slowly it's going to like be reverse Ultron. It's going to it's going to like take him and like his. He's, he's gonna be like Hellraiser, except he turns into the truck. You see, with my hands, you can tell what I mean because I can't use words. Right. Uh, he's gonna, yeah, he's actually no going to be absorbed into the truck. Zero clue what you're talking about, but you're talking, <laughs> but you're, but you're definitely speaking like an old Jewish lady with your hands. Yes, yeah. Young man, young man, that's very rude. Young yeah. man, young man, that's, that's very, <laughs> that's very rude. But this guy, now, you got to do your mom's accent. That's the best. Yeah. You know, I saw the movie, and it's wonderful. I don't know why no one else has seen. Nobody's talking about. None of my friends are. But it was wonderful. <laughs> Jane Fonda is terrific. She, she's like the Joy Behar of the silver screen. God bless yeah. your mother, bro. I spoke to his mother once, and she sounds exactly like that. I kid you not. She yeah. really does. Hey, and that's okay. She said, she said, "Jimmy, you're late." Of course, as always. This is a surprise. But no, this guy was saying, even with him oh. living off the grid right now, the amount of pollution he produces is more than a Ford F-150 in a year with his with his electric car. And so, yeah. like, 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 he says it's going to take him three years to start negating that. But, like, like okay, then where? what's the pollutionless problem that we're doing if we're still going to be three years in causing problems with this and then hey by the way when you have to replace the shit ton of batteries that have all kinds of corrosive materials in them what are you doing with that shit you know oh wait because we don't think ahead we don't have a issue of going oh well let's think about the future no we think about the now which the now isn't even getting taken care of you're still polluting you're still causing problems so yeah Dennis, Dennis Weaver is going to make an entire house out of those batteries Oh my god! Yeah, it's a lot of batteries, man. No, it's yeah. not worth it. I don't think it's worth it yet. Anyway, I mean, shit. We could have had He's a water car. To but make what happened to him? He's out of those batteries if he wants to actually <laughs> do something with the fucking batteries. Sure, He's make a whole Pueblo city. Mm. <laughs> I don't know, but it looks like, as Aaron says, we have zero Americans in the chat. We have an Israeli, Canadian, and German with zero Americans because. Hey, we're an international show, motherfuckers. Yeah. So, you know, international. And Americans do what they always do. They show up late and then win the war. There we go. Um, <laughs> yeah. We are bringing hey. the world together. Hey, that, hey, that's how we look. Look, when we when we initiate wars, we're kind of sucky. But when we show up after wars, hey, back to back World War champs. And <laughs> we need to start to doing that instead. And yeah. us suckers down here have to follow in your guys' footsteps, don't we? So what you're saying is we're sort of we're sort of like money in the bank. Yeah, yeah. We're, well, we're we're American petrodollar in the bank, more like we're edge. <laughs> we're, we're we don't pay petrol dollars. So yeah, I know. I, I, know, I, know. That. I, yeah. I don't even know. I barely know what that means. What the hell is a petrodollar? <laughs> well, know. just it's ask like America. Vegemite. 
It could yeah. be, could be. It's it's the big bad wolf of of the dollars, yeah. apparently. Yeah, right. <laughs> look, look, Aaron. I just addressed that. I said yes because we initiated, like we initiated Vietnam, we initiated Korea, we initiated. You said we lost. No one lost. They've got. Come on now. <laughs> no, we did. We we, we did. I know. We, I know. And I know. then you did, but you didn't. You came into a country when there was a certain when there was a certain group people in charge your goal was explicitly was explicitly to get them out of control and then you know re-establish a new government in the country you left and those exact same fucking people are now running the country it's the exact same thing that happened in vietnam you lost it's okay to lose i'm not i'm not saying i'm not disagreeing with that at all i'm saying look at let's be honest but they didn't lose we all lost because we were part of this so at the end of the day all of us lost the problem yeah, but, is defining your goals too big. Yeah. If, if the goal was just to dis- defeat Al Qaeda in Afghanistan, who was who attacked? Well, then that was successful. The was just a, yeah, just cause success, leave. No, instead we decide we 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 can turn countries from one form of government to another. No, you can't. You, you can't. The, the the people of those countries need to do that. You, you can't do that if you have a you know a successful resistance or opposition force. You can support them or whatever, but you can't change the entire multi millennial culture of a of a place yeah. that has artificial boundaries that were drawn, you know, but basically by Europeans at some point and and at some point stuck for whatever reasons. Uh, well, because of mountains, basically. Um, so if we just, you know, we just have to think smaller, go yeah. in, kick some ass, leave. Yeah, and then let's not talk about Iraq, shall we? Well, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the same thing, should have gone in, kick some ass, leave. Here's that will fine, problem, but beforehand, though. but yeah, sorry, right? we here's the biggest problem we've had history of people trying to go into Afghanistan and changing the culture, right? Look, the Russians couldn't do it either. Russians. Look how they right, did right. the Persians. look at like, like even the, the Greeks, army. you know, like trying to do it, and you That's couldn't get great. it done. Especially the Greeks. They, they, <laughs> Fuck they, they stayed because they liked it up the ass. But like, we've had <laughs> that history. Here, and yet, despite that, we were arrogant enough to think, oh, well, we can fucking do it. Now, because Americans are an idiot sometimes. They don't look at their history. They don't look at things that have gone ahead. They go, oh, well, we can do it. We're, we're better no, than No, that. no, no. We just think that we'll give more chocolate bars, and that'll be different. Chocolate bars. Mm. Yeah. No, <laughs> that's not the case at all. So, Did they really uh, lose? But I think they accomplished what they really wanted. Yeah, sure, the Taliban is back in power, but yeah, you know, Jimmy, the whole do, point was to get is. rid of the Taliban, right, as, right. As, the, as the government. And so, yes, we lost. You know, and or one for twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> well, so. if if no one left Afghanistan, that wouldn't have happened. They waited for the second that everybody left Afghanistan, and then they came straight in to swoop. They just wait forever. They, they, they. Yeah. Time is time works differently, you know, for for patient people. It's mm-hmm. they, right, they, exactly. That, that, yeah. was a, that was a fool's errand. There was a, they, the, the, they, they are the cemetery people. of empires for a reason. That, that yeah. is where it's empires true, go man. to it's die. Fucking true. Yeah, and they're yeah. war, they're, they're war toughened, man. I mean, think about it. It's generation after generation have been brought up in wars, man. Mm-hmm. These, what, you know, they're hard the, to kill. Giants literally. in the mountains. And that too, and that too, if it's true. Hey, we've yeah. got an American in the chat. Hey, we do. Hey, we hey Yankee man. No. Uh, Alexa ah. is half German and half, half Port- Portuguese. Half so. Portuguese. Yeah. I like Alexa. I just want to know where. How did you find about? Well, hey, you're half. You're half wonderful. 
she's yeah, German. no, she is half wonderful. Uh, as the Portuguese uh, side. retro as Candace Bates, Gemenese, Gemenese. So I like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, wow! Uh, careful how you phrase that with the boys here, Alexis. We're pricks. Oh my gosh. Uh, no. This is good. All right. I it's... guess it's, we were 30 minutes in. Uh, is there any news stories you guys want to talk about? I did want to mention that, um, you know, I did enjoy your guys' coverage of Collision um, from last week. Um, good again. Good job for, for that. But, uh, you know, it, it seems like from what I heard, you guys have continually. Oh. Whoa. What happened? I guess. Chris? I guess Chris did not want to give away his shy when you compliment a show. Yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> nah, he'll be back. He'll be back. Yeah, from from what you guys have, from what I heard, you guys have consistently downgraded the show from an A to a B to a C. Yeah, literally. You know, yeah, no, and, yeah. and so I'm just wondering, like, do you feel like this is a a C show really in the long run, or do you feel like this C is, show? You know, or or do you feel like they've just with the kind of hand they've been dealt after that first show, it's been kind of, you know, trying to get their footing back after, you know, forbidden door and then trying to get your feet back. What, what do you think? A little bit of both, but you think I, it's a little I, bit of both, I, I actually expect tonight to be a better show, whether or not the audience rebounds. I actually expect the audience to rebound mm-hmm. back closer to week two than, than week three. I mean, Jeff, week- he's going up against a UFC pay-per-view though tonight. I, I have never believed that wrestling fans choose real sports over wrestling. I, I, I mean, yeah. you know, maybe five or ten percent tops. Which, when you're talking about numbers like five or six hundred thousand, makes a big difference. So that that part's true. But I'm like, I'm even talking about like championship games, playoff games. That's your ten to fifteen percent. Like maybe like the college bowl game, you know, will take twenty or twenty five percent of the audience. But regular sports. No, people, they, they choose wrestling. Anyway, but, I mean, tonight you have literally, you know, you, you have two matches, which can, can be the anchors of both hours being your main event for both hours, which should mm. keep people. You've got Punk against Samoa Joe. You have Hobbs against Starks. Both of those could be TV main events. Both of those could be uh, pay-per-view matches, maybe the main events if the stories were built up. It's it's just the context of this silly Owen Hart memorial. Not that the fund is silly, but it, it it doesn't come with any consequences. It doesn't come with any prize. Last year we saw the pink belt. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's not even novel anymore. It, it'd be, right. I mean, it'd be one thing if. I mean, even if it was like even in real life, just as Tony Khan just felt like spending more money. If he said, "I'm going to donate fifty thousand dollars in the name of of each winner to the Owen Owen Hart." memorial fund foundation fund that you know that would that would give it some stakes i think the belts are stupid the trophy makes more sense anyway but these matches these are these are two cornerstone matches for two hours so i i expect this to be closer to the 595 than the 452 number and i think over the course of the next six or seven weeks we'll we'll uh we'll find out what their normal is going to be because i mean you're sort of handicapped by the summer period Mm -hmm. um I think we're giving him too many excuses, Jeff. To be honest, I, listen, I'm not. I'm not really. I mean, there are excuses and there's reality. I mean, they're they're having some. Col- they're ha- there's a reason Time Warner or Warner Brothers Discovery sold them this particular slot. It, mm-hmm. it, right. It's, it, it's a dead zone. Um, and right now, you know, at 452, 
they could run you know reruns of Wonder Woman 84 and get 450,000 people to watch it. Um, and that's an issue. That is well it, it it's an issue when AW expects to be paid for. It's not an right. issue if they continue to pay for the time. I mean, so it depends what the issue. If this was run like a business, it would be an issue, but this is not run like a business. This is this is run like a really really rich person's vanity product. I mean, did Thanos <laughs> ever care how much it cost to feed his armies? No. He had, a, he had a goal. This was a vanity project. Tony Khan is like wrestling Thanos. You know, he's just he's just just spending money. But um, no, I, I do I do expect uh, Collision to rebound tonight, both in quality and in audience. Yeah. So Chris, before you cut out, I said um, I noticed you guys' grades of the show have gone from A to B to C, and do you feel like C is where it's going to be at, or do you feel like it has a chance to rebound and become go back up? Um, not just numbers wise, but quality wise. I think I'm not. To be honest with you, I'm not so worried about the numbers because, like Jeff right. said, it's being paid for anyway. And I honestly believe that if they put out a good pro- product over time, it will grow. Now, listen, getting uh, under five hundred thousand, like at all, is just not a good look for a wrestling show. Like it does not look good. That's that you know. Those are some NXT numbers there. Like we need better than that if if Collision is going to be considered a success. NXT's um, gone up, Chris. Now, actually, as a matter of fact, I know, so, I know yeah. it has. Not um, this past week. Yeah, this past week it's about right back down in the gutter because they didn't have uh, Seth freaking Rollins on there, who's the draw, who's the real draw. <laughs> um, but yeah, as far as the quality goes i expect that collision is going to be back up in the in the bees uh regularly like i think it's a good show i think it really mm. is like potentially a really good wrestling show um as long as tony khan doesn't start panicking and thinking oh no i have to start this show with orange cassidy too and just making mm. it a dynamite 2.0 because i think if he does that it it i mean maybe maybe you'll get the ratings to come up a little bit but the quality of the show will go down quickly if if Tony Khan panics and starts thinking that he needs to book the show. Because whoever the booker is for Collision so far, I, I know the numbers look shitty. You're doing a good job. Right. Well, I will say this, though, guys. I think TK did book a lot of the show this past week or last week now. It just felt like TK did sort of book quite a few of those matches. But if they're not careful, I'm probably going to be the most negative here. If they're not careful they're going to become Rampage, you know what I mean? And to be fair, Rampage only was below Collision by 2,000 viewers. 2,000. That was but the again, difference. But, but again, like I've said this before, and I know I know it sounds like an AEW fan making excuses. I promise you, I am not that. <laughs> but it was three hours after Money in the Bank went off the air, right? This show mm-hmm. went live three hours after Money in the Bank finished. Um it was a Canada Day weekend. It was the 4th of July weekend. It was like that. This was a if there was a day where you could say, all right, the ratings are going to be low. This is the week that you should have known they're going to take a hit. We'll see. Yeah. yeah and I mean, we in the, you got to remember the fall college football comes. College football is big as far and as TV ratings once numbers. that happens. You know, I mean, it could, and there's no college football on their station. Uh, on TBS, but 
that doesn't change for the fact that man, there's a college be football all day. Eight other stations at the same yeah. time. You know, you're gonna have your local colleges, you're gonna have your national games, you're gonna have national games on ESPN, on ABC, on Fox. I mean, yeah, there's 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 all sorts of big sport. Con- and before you know it, the NBA season is gonna start again, which will conflict with their network. Hockey season is gonna start again. Baseball's gonna go into the playoffs, and and they're they're gonna be preempted a lot. Mm-hmm. The World Cup in soccer is starting. I mean, there's yeah. all sorts of things, you know, yeah. The, the, the women's it, world cup of soccer, right? Women's, which is held women's, in Australia. Funny enough. <laughs> is probably the most successful soccer in the United States. The women's international no. team. Listen, you're an Australian. You don't know. Cause the women's international teams go far. They have a chance at the I know they've won the championship. Our men won it multiple. Suck. No, they don't. The American men's team make the World Cup all the time, as do Australians' men's World team. Cup, but they don't go far. Well, they made it to the knockout rounds. I don't know what that means. In mm. other words, the loser is out. So not the quarterfinals, but the last 16 of the World Cup. Yeah, that's not very impressive. The, the women have a chance to make it to the Anyway, the, I mean, it, it's it's the one... Listen, I understand that, that soccer, football is the most popular sport in the world. Absolutely is. And it is yeah. gaining popularity here in the United States. It, it actually really is. But the the women's, when it's the, the national teams and the Olympic teams, that that's something that, that has captured the imagination of the American public. <coughs> yeah, the, the, the pretty girls and the young girls, but they also have had success where the men's team, we, we sort of like, yeah, soccer's for everybody else, but not for us. Our men's team is now catching up, but it's still like a, a you know, like a, a middling country. It's like, we're still worse than like most Middle Eastern, South American countries. No, you aren't. Right. Uh, look, Australia is very similar when it comes to this, right? Because soccer, football, I call it football, mm-hmm. but for everyone to understand, soccer is not the most popular sport in Australia. It's about the third or fourth most popular sport in Australia. But... Kangaroo fucking? (laughs) But they all come out. They all come out to support Australia when they do play. Don't get me wrong. Just like the US does, including the men's, they still sell out stadiums when they play. Believe me when I tell you that, because I follow... I love soccer, personally, right? But as far as the women go, I know what you're saying with the women in the US women's team because they've won the world cup three times i think as a matter of fact i think they're the reigning champions right now as a matter of fact uh, am i wrong in saying that i think you are but this time around australia and the us have got the best teams right now when it comes to women so it'll be interesting if we play each other yeah if they British sure teams yeah <laughs> now nah, the british teams suck actually they Deutschland, Deutschland, Überall. Why not Canada, bro? <laughs> can you speak uh, German, actually, Chris? Do Because you? you could sing that. That's pretty impressive. He's like Nikolai Volkov. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's fine. But, you know, I, I mean, I think, you know, at the end of the day, you can't, like, if you're talking about something like that, you can't ignore that fact that, boy, that, because what's one thing that can help a wrestling show is consistency. And if your show keeps getting bumped or preempted or pulled because of other things, that's going to really hurt a show. I mean, that, you know, we saw that with, with Wednesday nights with, you know, with uh, um, Rampage, uh, or no, that's Dynamite, that, you know, when basketball season came and it kept having to get moved around or whatever, boy, it makes a big difference. Hence why they're on the TBS show. right now. Right. But, I mean, I'm just saying, like, they're they're like, they had to move them, you know. Oh, one's on TBS, one's on TNT now. 
to make it more try to make it more consistent. But look, it, if this is going to work, there needs to be consistency. And boy, it's going to be hard for them to continue to main that, maintain that's, it. And that's that's the thing, guys. Are they stupid? Like, why do they put themselves in such a hard spot all the time? It's not them though. That's that's what they're given. They, I mean, Jimmy, you got to remember at the end of the day, they don't get to dictate where they well, want to put their shows. If it's they CBS pay for going, collision, if they did pay for collision, I mean, the, the, it's still TBS says, "Look, that's not how it works. You 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 are given times now. Maybe if you pay more, you have more choices. But it, it, it's like when it's like when you buy a booth at a flea market, they're going to tell you what what play, what spots aren't there. Now you go, I will double the rent." And they'll go, oh, we'll see what we can do, um, which means they'll probably screw somebody else. But right. on TV, it doesn't work that way. They they have their schedules and they have their things and they have their they have shows they're prioritized. So the I mean, they could get any day of the week they want between one a.m. and three a.m. Sure, but they have the, but they, they wanted a primetime slot, so this was what was what was available. So anyway, you know what uh, I think they should do? Honestly, go head to head with Raw on Monday nights, and I bet you the numbers won't even change that much. I'm talking about for dynamite. I think that's the uh, best thing for them to do at this point, if they want to try to get numbers going their way. It, it's an interesting experiment, but if I'm them, I would not take that risk. I would no. rather go unopposed on a Wednesday night. There's, yeah. there's, there's nothing wrong with Wednesday night. Fr Friday and Saturday nights are the problem. I mean, listen, people like to joke, no million, no million. But truth of the matter is, anything over five fifty, six hundred. Is is about what they would do if they put on the Avengers Endgame yeah. on every Wednesday. They they'll, they they put on Captain America Civil War every Wednesday or every other Wednesday. They just alternate between various DC and John Wick movies and things like and Marvel movies, and they'll they'll get four or five hundred thousand people to watch. As as long as they're above that, because they're really not getting paid that much for for TV. They're they're getting more reality television scale than they are, um, you know. Uh, Produce television or real sports scale, so right. it, it, it's fine. the the eight The eight hundred or so is fine. The problem is, is the eight what they're getting paid for the eight hundred comes with what they're getting paid for the Friday night, which is not fine. Um, and the Saturday night was supposed to convince the network. You know, if this was Tony's mad gambit, it it was to say, trust in us. We're going to become your anchor show, and now and we're gonna we're gonna this is going to help. We're going to you're going to have you're going to have weeknight ratings on a Saturday, and that's also going to help Friday. And you're going to see you you want Warner Brothers. You're going to want Turner to be associated with AEW, and you're going to want us to be there for the next ten years. And so far, it's not working. Right. You know, and I mean, Jimmy. Here's the other thing you have to consider: ESPN has invested a lot of money to make Monday Night Football work. Monday right. Night Football continually. You know, it's going to be that big powerhouse on Monday nights, even though it's fallen off. But this year specifically, they had last year Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. They stole them from Fox. And now this year, they have put them back into the, the thing where they can flex quality games to Monday night football. So the whole bit being, you know, when I don't know about you, but growing up, Monday night football was the show to watch. I know, and I football. know, I know all about you know? how big Monday and night so, football is. Absolutely you know, and, and so with that push, now you have to really consider: Is it worth going against Raw and then Monday Night Football, who's going to draw more than anything? Like, look, you look at the top ten during NFL season. Half the time, every week, it's an NFL football game dominates the top ten. You know, there's at least five or six games on there, and Monday Night Football is a part of that. 
Because uh, it, there's only one way to counter that, and I'm going to help you, AEW, right now. This is a free idea from you okay. to me. WWE to it. AEW, fantasy wrestling, where people actually have fantasy wrestling leagues. Because half the people who watch football games now are watching because of their fantasy football Right. Team. Yeah. Well, how do you do way, that, though, Jeff? How do you... themselves, they, don't, they don't make money. What no, makes no, but money... how do you implement it, though? Like, what system would you have? When you say fantasy, it's a fantasy well, they're matches? Work, they're working well, with well, DraftKings already. I gave them an idea. I didn't say I was yeah. going to write the whole architecture of it. Oh, okay, all right. But, but Jimmy, they're already working with DraftKings, you know. <laughs> well, they, yeah, and, they are, right. Absolutely, you know, so right. they can do that. So then you just you just figure out, hey, you know, hey, I, you need, a, you need a, a heavyweight wrestler. You need a... You know, a junior wrestler, you need a tag team, you need a women's wrestler, a women's tag team, and you have that, and you can make, you can have people on the bench, and you can change people in and out. It's not that hard, and, and, you know, your wins and losses matter, because supposedly they matter in AEW. You make it supposedly, work. Supposedly. Well, let's, let's work this out on a, let's have a special show devoted to how to make fantasy yeah. wrestling work, and, you know, and, and how to deal with card subject to change. Right. But because, I'm, I'm just saying, AEW, there it is for you. Yeah. You'll, you'll get more audience members if you're the ones who, who have who have it. You just have to get right. past all those pesky gambling laws. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> anyway, because I can see Chris is about to pass out of boredom. So <laughs> let's 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 make him go completely to sleep. We've been talking about last night's Smack Attack or SmackDown. Uh, so. Gentlemen, uh, I, I last week for Chris on this, we watched Rampage and we did Uncage last night. So, so, so SmackDown was not worse than Rampage. No, no, it no. was not. Uh, yeah, by the way, Jimmy, uh, there's a, you should, uh, you should well, you're, when you're doing <laughs> yeah. production, we did tell you that. We texted you numerous times to say if I you're I was around, working again, but you should text the phone next time just so I would have seen it. But anyway, it doesn't phone. matter. It doesn't matter. Anyway, it's cool. Text the phone. All right, it doesn't matter. We took an hour away from you. We took an hour of work away from you, Jimmy, good. is what we did. So we're, no, you're no, welcome. All... You're welcome. Wait, did you put intros and outros to it, by the way? No, intro, just intros. Uh, intros, wow. yeah, we did. Two, wait, I, I, actually, like, actually, I did. You'd, you'd be proud of me, Jimmy. I did two uh, intros. I did the ah, Hamid intro, good, and good, then good. I did the show intro. So the actual show intro? Go take a look. Yeah. No, 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 that's cool. So I can just send it to Bean, that's all. Right. No. Also, I just wanted to say, like, I'm sorry that we didn't get to see you uh, last last night. That's all um, right. That's cool. You know, you, what are you sorry you were... for? Well, just I just mean like you know you you main evented Dynamite against Kenny Omega. Um, ah, uh, don't! I forgot all about that, you prick. <laughs> God damn it! That's it. <laughs> Jimmy yeah. Utah over there. That's <clears throat> Medium Five's really fault, you him. fucking cunt. I'm I'm looking at you, Medium Five. <laughs> oh, we got an Australian saying, Mikey. Oh, Prick, man. nah, fucking there Sicilian cunt. Sort of look like if <laughs> nah. Will Wheeler Yuta and Matt Maynard like morphed into one person. Spot at the Thanos. Come on, man. I'd rather be Matt Maynard than fucking being yeah. Matt Maynard. Anyway. What makes Jimmy T's nipples hard? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my lord. Oh my oh, lord. You, we're, we're we're running down the hill real quick. Uh, yeah, yeah, anyway, let's get back to no, let's let, let's let's oh. keep push this thing and run what? up that hill. Yeah, that's good. All right. good. Yeah, this is our this is not my show. It's our show. We can do whatever we want. So here we go. Um, all right. So last night we were going to talk about last night's SmackDown uh, seven eight uh, twenty twenty three from Madison Square Garden. Um, I miss MSG, but not MSG. I miss Matthew Schaefer Gage. Um, 
I miss his voice. Me too. But anyway, you know, uh, (laughs) you know, uh, this this seems like I don't know about y'all, but this seemed like the most logical choice uh, for uh, the next show because they were in Europe, hot crowds, and then you come back. Why not keep that momentum going with um, Madison Square Garden? Because yeah, I feel like that was a really hot show. Um, The crowd was really hot and. you know, I, I think that was just uh, you know a good way to continue that momentum from Monday in the Bank and everything else. Uh, what do you guys think? Was it a good choice to come back after Monday in the Bank to Madison Square Garden? Yeah. Yes, double thumbs yeah. up for that one. I thought it was a great yeah. show. I mean, it wasn't really about the matches on the show. It was basically about the bloodline. And can I say, can we give these guys another Academy Award at this point? Well, they're on TV, so no. It, it oh, sorry, know, the other be, way around. Which one's the TV one? An Emmy. Like That's an Emmy. It. Let's give him an Emmy. All of them again. We, we they they really hit it at the. Po- okay, yeah, I want to. I want to. I want to get one complaint out of the way because oh, I sorry. didn't watch. I, I watched Arrival last night when SmackDown was on, which is a sensational movie, by the way. It's it's You're really right. like isn't that old? It's, it's like a sad poem. Yeah, I've seen it before, but yeah. I but right. uh, I love that movie. I've seen it yeah. too. Right. Very good. Amy Adams is. Uh, I forgot how good. Mm-hmm. And even though I still get her confused with Elizabeth Olsen. Anyway, <laughs> point was. I, I would check Twitter, and Twitter was telling me how sensational SmackDown was. So when I saw it, I was really expecting, like, you know, like giant things to happen. And it was just, you know, it was it was good, but it, it wasn't it wasn't what I was it wasn't what I was sold on Twitter. It's Twitter that set the bar a bit too high for you there, Jeff. That's why. Yeah, very yeah. much too high. You know, I, you know, and I mean, I think. I think going in, you, you know, you 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 know something's got to happen because you had the fallout from Money in the Bank, and so I think there was that anticipation in the air that built it all up. So everybody watching was just because you started off hot. Let, let's be honest, this opening segment, um, you had some classics here when Roman when when Roman comes down and they're accusing him, they're showing Exhibit A. They come back from the crowd and the crowd's going, "You fucked up, you fucked up," you know, and then Roman acknowledges that and says, "I didn't fuck up." You know, that's yeah, I love I, that. That was you know, great. That was no, awesome. I no, I didn't. I became who I was made to be because I had to carry these. Guys. Like he, you know, just straight gaslighting everybody on what happened. This is not who I am. And then, uh, but I had to become this for the the family. And uh, and then, of course, after that, you get bullshit chance. Bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> and then Roman continues to respond to the crowd about it. And you know, uh, just like you said, Jimmy, really good acting. And then. He's talking about how he's going to give it up, and we get the na 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 na. Hey, hey! So you know, we know that's Vince's favorite chant. Like, if you've listened to any podcast with anybody, that Vince loves that chant. Na 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 na. Yeah, yeah. Give me that na 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 na. And so you know, and so the whole idea of Roman being there crying, you know, oh, kneeling down God. at Jimmy, literally crying, dude. Yeah, he had <laughs> he tears. He was crying, and then straight up just nuts him. And then, um, you know, the chaos ensues. Uh, I thought it was a really good opening segment, really enjoyable. But, Chris, let's get your thoughts on this. What do you think? Yeah, no, I thought it was great. I mean, everything to do with the Bloodline. I mean, the Bloodline is the A show for professional wrestling. Like, whatever whatever the Bloodline happens to be on is going to be the A show in professional wrestling. And it has been for, you know, basically the length of this story. And they hit another one i think right out of the park in the in this in this segment 
it took a bit too long for my taste. Mm. Um, I think that they stretched it maybe longer than they needed to, and they could have given some more time to some other things. We'll talk about that later. Um, but as far as but as far as like the quality here, it is. It, I mean, this is the a this is the a show of professional wrestling. This is mm-hmm. where professional wrestling is good right now. Um, it, it's the best. It's the best thing in the sport. It's the it's it's not even close. There's nothing that's even remotely close to this. I mean, what what can you even say is close to the bloodline? Like, I mean, the BCC versus the elite. Like, no. is that is that the next best thing we have in professional wrestling? And if it is, like, that's a gigantic step down. Uh, so yeah, it was it was good. Mm-hmm. It was a little long, but I'm not gonna complain about seeing more bloodline. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Jeff, what do you think about this segment? Forgive me to be a little bit of a, a cold blanket on this one, but uh, I thought it was too soon. I thought that they should have built up a few weeks for for it. I understand they're an MSG and they wanted to have a big event. Wait, what's too soon though, Jeff? Particularly the, the whole trial. I'll get to it. But the the, okay. the crowd really made this because the crowd was so interactive and they were chanting all the right things at all the right times. It's like they didn't need the cues. They they were doing it, but. Roman made a very interesting point that I think needed to be addressed. He said, I'm the tribal chief. I didn't call this. What gives you the right or the authority to do so? Mm-hmm. And that's why my tag is unsure venue or jurisdiction. What did give them the right to do this? What, who, who do they get to, to call them? They're, 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 they could have built up segments where they're talking to the elders and whatever, and they vote to put him on trial. They could have made segments out of this for weeks or weeks or weeks where they're, where they're trying to do this. And instead, they just sort of did it. And I'm going gonna, and, and to compare this to the trial of Sami Zayn, because that's the last trial that we had. That's what well, it was, right. Well, they had exhibits A through E. This you had exhibit A. Well, I'm sorry. If you're going to list something exhibit A, you need to at least have more than one exhibit. They did not. And Roman had no defense plans. He knew about this. He's got the wise man. Well, how wise is the wise man if he presented nothing in his defense? And and Roman didn't have anything. Now, the words they spoke were good and made sense, and the acting was good. I'm a little bit sick of nut shots, or at least that kind of nut shot. Maybe he just sort of done a headbutt or something. But, um, I mean, that was all fine. I just, I just thought it was a little bit rush this is something that should have been built upon and you see the usos going you know talking to relatives whether it's zoom or whatever or they're going from place to place and they're talking to them and they're saying this is what's been going on here's what's happening and we need we need your permission to we need the elder council's permission to do it and like politicking to get to i don't know it it's like seven six you know we see over weeks it's like six four six against and then finally Mm. it's like you know I don't know if and either of Roman's parents are alive, but if either one of his parents are alive... The they dad, are, they are. Both of them are alive. That they're the ones that, that cast the vote, yes. That you can put them on trial. You know, so, so, I don't know. I, I just I just thought, that, I just think that the, the trial of Roman Reigns could have been, literally could have been its own Martin Scorsese film on Peacock cinematic Saturday night event if it was done well and you could have... Like I said, the, I, I don't know if I said on this show, but you know, you you go into a room. It's sort of it's like a Goodfellas room. It's sort of darkened but lit, and that the you, there's a front table, and there's Rikishi there, and the Tonga kid, his brother. You have Afa and Sika, the Rock's mother, is, is is sitting up there. You know, there they represent the five families. In, you know, honorary off to the side. You see representing our Tongan cousin Jav Haku over there. <laughs> you have Mina Snuka representing another line. 
you know, whatever it was. Maybe even you, maybe even in this limited sense, you're able to sneak in, you know, uh, Umaga's son, and maybe even MLW, and as a peace gesture, let you have Juicy Fatu, Lance Anoa'i, and Jacob Fatu sit there in the crowd. But there's a, enough other Samoan that are legitimately related to them, or not. Maybe that's how you sneak in Zion Quinn into it, and in that you see him working the door, checking passes, seeing if people. Are <laughs> I I don't know, but there's like they could have made a big deal is give Nia Jax $1,500 to sit there and be in the audience not doing anything. And you make a whole big thing out of this. I just thought it was really rushed. And while everyone was making like, I don't know, I feel like they were trying to make this like, this was such an epical thing. It was a good wrestling segment, but I was expecting so much more. They have such a, they have, they have an epic. This scene, this is, this should be like the red wedding of death in Game of Thrones. This and it and it and it and it wasn't. It was just it was just another wrestling segment where the same two guys ended up fighting the same two guys. I, the the bloodline in general is about twenty percent of what it could be. Like like in general, like you know, because mm-hmm. we've all sat here and we've talked about things that they could do that would be way way cooler, right? Jeff's got a great idea there in terms of like, hey, if you want to do this, then set it up properly. Give us three weeks of setup before the trial and have it be a real trial and have it mean mm-hmm. something and have the trial be an actual, you know, you know, have some real emotional stakes to it instead of just Roman going, this is not legitimate. Why am I even? fucking here and if it's not legitimate then why the fuck did you show up if if, if some random fucking person like pulled me over on the side of the road and gave me a ticket i'd be like go fuck yourself i'm not paying your ticket right Right. if it's not legitimate right if it's if it's not legitimate then you don't fucking show up for it but yeah Mm -hmm. i mean the thing is, the thing is, and I think that the reason why wrestling fans like this so much is because it's 20% of what it could be, and it's still 90% better than everything else in wrestling right now. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just want to say, first of all, Jeff, you bring up the, the elders. Roman did bring up the elders, so I do expect the elders to actually appear very soon. I mean, they, they hinted. Uh, also, don't, don't get yeah. my up though only to not only to not nah. you know give me a payoff on it. i hope you're right i i did yeah. notice that. i think i think they will i think they will only because They're roman mentioned it more angry in the moment because they realize it they realize that right. the elders and the elders sent mm-hmm. solo and the elders still have a say even over the tribal chief so they 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 know that that's there and they can use it and they and they've chosen not to right right and that's true. guys how do how do we how do we feel about that moment where you know we've got the necklace and Solo's holding it and people are chaining, put it on, and he just kind of holds oh. it there and he's not like, like, do we feel like that was just? Uh, they like, shit staring, bro. That's like, is it shit staring or do you feel like yeah, that's yeah, gonna yeah, be yeah. a thing or nah, like? Oh, nah. Solo will put it on. He will. He will get a power chip and do it. I think, mm-hmm. right? But then he's the one that has to get the punishment, right, from Roman or whoever, right? I do think by the end of this, whatever's going on right now, once they get this shit out of their system, I still think they will get back together again because of the elders. The elders are going to get involved. I Don't be surprised if the Roman, I'm going to call it now, when the Roman J match happens, I guess it's the next pay-per-view or premium live event, whatever. I think someone's going to get beat up to a bloody pulp. It'll be Jay, I think. And it's going to, you're going to have the elders beg Roman, stop, please. It's, it's my son. I'm, you know, I'm your uncle and, and whatnot, and I think it's going to get that dramatic. And then they're going to have a real court with the whole council of Anuahis, Fatus, 
and whoever, the snookers, whatever, the whole clan will be there and then they'll sort this shit out and they're all going to hug it out and we'll have a happy ending to that and then we continue on with the bloodline thing anyway. Mm. Mm. Well, we're um, certainly writing some good shit. Yeah, I know, right? Definitely. Like, yeah. Uh, and, and I, I and think WWE, it, you're welcome. I gave something yeah. to AEW. <laughs> we have now given something to WWE because we yeah. are fair and balanced. Yeah, we That's are right. about. Um, and of course, can we just uh, once again praise the praise? Oh, praise uh, Paul Heyman. Um, you know, he just continues to every week knock it out of the park. I mean, this is the a dude, wonderful living cartoon. Yeah, look, but it works. It works. You know, I mean, like watching his facials of when Roman bows down, like, oh my god, yeah, like he just continues to make this thing work. Uh, ooh, ooh. Uh, Aaron says Paul Heyman is boring. What? Uh, whoa. What? He, Got some Jew on Jew violence here. He's <laughs> yeah. third, he is the third most entertaining Jewish person I know <laughs> in professional wrestling, next to oh, Jeff and Aaron. So, yeah. Ah. Uh, Shalom. What about Raven? <laughs> yeah, he's another Jew. What is about it? Raven? Yeah. What about yeah. Raven? Right. What about Raven? Uh, right? What about guess, Raven? Yeah. All right, so uh, that segment ends with, of course, Roman going nuts and the beatdown on uh, Jimmy and Jay. Jay gets caught up in the ropes as they beat Jimmy um, yeah, in front of Jay, and then he finally gets out. But Jay gets put into a, um, you know, gets taken to a medical facility after a Samoan splash onto the, the announcement nah, table. They said, they said hospital. They right. said hospital. They, they did say hospital. Yeah, yeah um, he did. He went. He went to hospital. Yeah. He said yeah. he went to the hospital. Uh, and we see in the background the baby faces surrounding the Usos because it was the LWO. Uh, Boogs makes an appearance um, in his tiny string shirt. Um, he, he was blocked by the ambulance, though. I mean, somebody yeah. put a, the OC was there. Yeah, they, they, they. I think I saw the LWO the as well. Yeah. Right, but they, they, they. they they really did a bad job of getting like the entire face locker room out there. Like there was only like Zelina. It's like, I wonder if like it's a jet lag or maybe there's still people doing shows <laughs> in Europe or whatever. They really only had like 16 people there. Yeah. Maybe because that first segment did go for over 30 minutes, believe it or not. Yeah. It was that, that that's, that's when you call up. That's when you send a, a plane down to Orlando and pick up like 15 people from NXT. <laughs> that's when you get old yeah. Chase University to come there. And be, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's still, we, we see that, or, that. If you're, if you're WWE and you need to sort of catch up to AW and goodwill, you, you pick up the phone to Master P or Crimson or whoever they're <laughs> amazing P. red. And, oh, you, yeah. and you have, and you get the entire House of Glory, like all of the the independents. You go here. Here's ten thousand dollars each of you. Send us seven of your people. We'll we'll send a you know a little party bus over. And all they have to do is stand in the background and look concerned. Yeah, yeah. And then so this leads in after that segment of the uh, ambulance loading. We see uh, we have Sheamus versus Austin Theory for the U.S. title. And before this even started, I'm watching it and I tell Jacob. There's going to be interference from Pretty Deadly, guaranteed. And uh, yeah, I was pretty much right. Um, but here, I mean, here's the thing. On. Yeah, but here's the thing. Sheamus knows how to handle a match, and he does a good job. And that was the problem that this was a pretty solid match until the ending. And then the ending it didn't need it. It didn't need it. It really didn't. You know, um, I it just I can, I understand Austin Theory is a heel, and he does a good job of making you hate him and all that kind of stuff but this ending is not what it needed and like here's my thing 
Okay, I get it. So Sheamus struck the guys who were trying to interfere, so that doesn't stop the match. But we've seen that before where when that happens, the match is called to a DQ because of interference. So, like, this is where, like, I struggle with the rules sometimes because I know Pretty Deadly didn't initiate. One guy jumps on the apron, so he punches him, and the other guy jumps on the apron, and and Sheamus gets his beats of the Bodron in with with that guy. Um, And – but – it causes him those distra- and then here comes the brawling brutes and then there's distraction one two three holding the tights okay cool like everything up until the interference i thought was a pretty solid match and i felt like it cheapened the match to have this ending but that's my thoughts jimmy what'd you think i thought it was a great match but i want to point out one thing before we get to it before i continue on about the match has anyone been to msg while it's summer any of you guys mm. In the summer, no. I've never been in New right, York. Because well, yes, about. I have. I you have. Is it bad in there? In the is it bad? Is the does the air condition the air condition no, no, does no, not no. work it, properly it, there? It has been. It has been. As Edge pointed out, it has been renovated many times. Oh, over the last, uh, okay. Right. No, no. The, the, the AC works just fine. I was okay, say, they because had like I a noticed fifty million dollar renovation like five yeah, years ago. Right. The AC well, fucking work. Well, one thing I did notice. Did you notice how sweaty? And hot, everyone seemed in, in the arena. Space. No, I did not. Especially, uh, obviously, Sheamus and uh, and Theory, they both looked soaked, man. I mean, I know they just wrestled a match, but it's not like they had a twenty-five minute bomb burn. Let's be honest, right? Well, they just they they hot, always like, tons of body oil to, to you yeah. know for the bodybuilding aspect. No, they, they look soaked. And but Sheamus is always sweaty. Like if you ever watch, that's true. Sheamus, like, yes, yeah. like some guys just sweat more than others. And look, they probably put that like icy hot shit on them so that they can sweat. You know, when they start getting going, I don't know. But I think more of the fact of the matter is really it's just you know. MSG is a famous arena. It's a tight quarters. Yeah, the AC works and everything, but like you're putting so many people in a small space, you're gonna have you're gonna have heat issues. But I think it's the bigger issue is this match. Again, it goes back to the match and what happened. I feel like the end of this match knocked the grade down on this this match of what no. it could have been. You no, know, no, no, it didn't me. need that. Like I'll say, no, I agree with you. It didn't need all that shit at the end because if you had put that aside. It was actually a pretty good TV match, I felt. Anyway, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the match. It was probably the match of the night. I mean, I mean, how many matches do we have? Two, three? Yeah, if that? that. I think yeah, only I think two overall. Three. Three? Okay. Three. I think Austin Theory oh. needs some, something, and that something may not be other people, and I'm not really sure of the same. He doesn't need with. other people. And what's he doing? I mean, he's not saying anything. He's not talking. Well, that's it's fine. just happening. Yes, he only says the same thing over and over. I, but I, I understand that, but like he, he needs to either learn how to cheat to win on his own, or he needs like a hot valet. Like, like he needs a hot valet would be great with him. Like, I yeah, think so, so, you know someone like that, or go completely ridiculous like like there's a wrestler called uh, silas mason in nwa and his valet was pollo damar who's who's a transvestite i think that would be hysterical with with um mm, with austin theory, theory. i don't anyway it doesn't no, I don't matter. see that i don't see like, that like i like but there's there's plenty of female wrestlers who aren't getting any time on tv mm-hmm. and probably rightfully so like Electra Lopez, you know, she it, would be great with theory. Yeah. I think she's got the attitude, she's got the look, she's big, she's intimidating, she can wrestle a little bit. Um, so I think that would be cool. But uh, the thing with Pretty Deadly, it's it, I don't think it's necessary. I think that they're 
them having their own ends, like the, having their alliance with Theory got them a title match. They lost, I think, at this point. They, they should be like, step off, George. They, they, right, they because what's in it for them now? Yeah. Like, that said, they want to protect Sheamus because Sheamus is still a big deal. And mm. but, I, but Austin Theory sort of feels like a forgotten champion because he almost never wins on his own. And every now and then he needs to win on his Even if Sheamus got distracted, like he was looking at Pretty Deadly and, you, you know, they're beating a butch or something, and he turns around, walks just into a dropkick, and that's and, and clean win, one, two, three, or pull the tights. I don't care. But, uh, you know, uh, it, I, I mean, we're, I feel like we're talking too much about, like, an empty calorie match. It was well, okay. I just want to say, also, it's not exactly his fault, but they kept him off television for the last three weeks, too, up until recently. Well, that was to freshen him up. Yeah. Oh, did they really freshen him up? Doesn't feel any different to me. Well, I mean, the, that's... I know what it, you're saying, like, to take a break, though, like a rest. Right. I get it. But yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. yeah. Chris, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, well, for me, actually, like the reaction that uh, Austin Theory got was the most troubling part of this show because mm -hmm. they're trying to push him as a major deal and he didn't even really get booed very hard. Like there yeah. wasn't even a lot of like it just it, there was it was one of those reactions where people were like, oh, no, he's coming now. There was no, there's no vitriol. There's no hate for this guy. He's not, I mean, what has he done that's so bad as a heel at this point? Like, what, can you, can you tell me what he's done that's really bad as a heel in the last, you know, since WrestleMania? Like, I don't, I, I don't remember much of what he did. I don't remember him doing anything memorable. And I, I think that one of the bad things for him is that he is the third guy in a trio of heels who have been champion for a long time, right? You've got Roman Reigns at the top, right? He's been the champion for forever. He's a heel. And then you've got Gunther, who's been the intercontinental champion for a long time. He's a heel. And then you've got also Austin Theory has now been the United States champion for more than 200 days. He's a bad guy. You know, he's a, he's on a long run. He's, he's the third most important guy out of that trifecta. And for me... It's just time to do something else. He needs something else, but I don't know what that is because I haven't seen him cut a promo where I went, "Oh yeah, I can see that. I can see that this guy's, you know, a future star. I, mm -hmm. He's got a great look, and okay, he does the arrogant thing just fine. But I almost kind of think that he'd be better off going back to his "I'm an idiot" gimmick that he had in in NXT. At least that was entertaining. I, yeah. I don't I, like for me, the most troubling thing about this entire night was theory got nothing from this crowd. And I mean, yeah. like they didn't give a shit one way or the other. And as far as like the finish to the match, listen, if you're a professional wrestler who's been involved for as long as Sheamus is and you don't know that, you know, you just hit the guy with your fucking finish. You don't bother trying to take out the guy who's standing on the apron, then I don't know. You're kind of a fucking stupid wrestler in the first place, right? Like yeah. Sheamus could have been the U.S. champion if he just aimed that brogue kick six feet to the other direction. Right. Well, to be fair, he didn't do that. They didn't give him anything to be booed or anything. Like he hasn't said much. He hasn't done much. Well, that's what I mean. Fault. That's, He's that's the, book, the, the people that book this shit. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, and it something. is, and it is a booking thing because they have to have him mm -hmm. do something. Otherwise, who gives a shit? Exactly, exactly what Lee said. Exactly, spot on. Yeah, and then, then like I said, that's the only reason why he. That's why I highlighted because the only thing is he was Vince's dude, and now from that point he hasn't been anything um, 
you know, remotely entertaining or anything along those lines, heel wise. So, I mean, I think, I think this, and this was a two segment match, guys. Like, that was the, the even bigger part. Like, this was intended to carry the show for a good bit because it was a two segment match. It was one of the longest matches of the night. And yet, you, you end it that way. And I just, I feel like, boy, that was just missing the mark of what we had there, um, especially because, like you said, Theory's a forgotten champion. And like, I'm going, why does Sheamus need this title? He doesn't. He's already said he wants the Intercontinental title so he can have the Grand Slam. So what's the purpose behind this? This this made no sense in the long run. It really was frustrating because it was like, okay, I don't I don't get it. This this makes absolute zero sense because And he's a lot more talented than that too, man, really. And like someone pointed out in the chat, I think he was medium five. He was great in evolve. He really was. And but, he was young, very young even at that time. Well, yeah, but I mean it's one of those things where, you know, as you continue to grow, you have to continue to go, what do I need to do? If I'm going to play this heel character, what do I need? You know, and, and he hasn't adjusted accordingly. He hasn't made that this, that that adjustment to, okay, this isn't working. What's going on? I mean, he had, like you said, Jimmy, he had three weeks. He could have right, come back right, and done something different. Right, no, no, right. but that's the whole point. Hey, that's, oh, right, yeah. you have three weeks. Take time to figure out your shit so when you come back, you can be, you know, maybe do something a little different or be heelish or whatever. Having a better manager can really help somebody, somebody who can can yeah. say, this isn't working, so I can put the attention on myself. And I, I and I keep going with this male-female dynamic. So, like, maybe, like, a cougar or a jaguar. So, like, yeah. this might be a, a, like a role for, like, a, like, a, like, a, like, a bad guy, Trish, or maybe, I don't know what Stacey doing. Trish, Trish would be great with him, actually, I think. Yeah. Like Especially Ivory. if they had that cougar. But she was always the heel. Like she could be like the stern schoolmaster on him. No, this yeah. just br- just bring back PMS and he can be the new me. <laughs> oh, hey, but Jimmy, I like Jimmy, that. I like that. Yo, there's no too old. Remember, we're talking about cougars here. There's no too old. I know, okay? but Ivory. Yeah. Uh, well, you're supposed was... to go. Eh, yeah, you tried the, the, your monologue is supposed to be like she's pretty old, but I think I'd still hit that. Yeah. You think though that you got to think about it though, but you have to think about it, which means you just do have to think about it, right? About it. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Trish will basically never be that. Like Trish, right. when she's seventy, every guy is still going to look at her. And go, you think yes, so? Please. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's aged pretty well. I'll give you that. She has. Jimmy, with the understatement of the year, she's aged pretty well. No, she has absolutely very well. No, not very well. Right. Very well. I mean, I think Trish is like in her mid forties. Like, Dude, I, I saw a video the other 49. day of Salma Hayek at 57 oh, years old. She's cool. unbelievable like, at her age. Right. Smoke show. What yeah. the no. fuck? Look, Elizabeth Harley. Harley. Even uh, J-Lo, uh, man. Yeah, hell, yeah, right, them exactly. all have always been age-appropriate crushes for me the entirety of, of their career span. Yeah. Look, Elizabeth Hurley for me, and I don't know if you've seen her now. She, she looks great age. for age, too. Oh, she has her own bikini line, and oh, my God. Yeah, like, look. Look, she is True. my ultimate hold to pull pass. She is my ultimate hall really? pass. Elizabeth Hurley would. You're single. Her. You don't need a hall pass. Well, I'm just saying, if I ever got like, no matter what, that would be like, <laughs> you know. How about um, going after it now, since you are single? No, no she. I mean, I'm, uh, shoot your uh, shot, John. Yeah. <laughs> tell, you tell her. You tell her the car you drive, and she'll just be. <laughs> up for brother. Yeah, because that's what British people love. They love that kind of shit. Um, all right. All right. So next we have the Grace and Walla effect. Uh, as we the dynamite bury, from down under. Yeah. Oh my god. We continue <laughs> to bury stupid. this fucker. 
um, <laughs> with the Grayson Waller effect. Um, because Edge comes on the show to talk about whatever, and then Grayson Waller implying that, oh, hey, and then saying, you're going to retire, you know? Hey, that's cool. So this is the most heelish thing Grayson Waller has done since he's been here, is to actually interact with the guests and not let the guests just take over the show like he has. Right, exactly. First time. time. And says, hey, you're going to retire. Cool. And Edge is like, no, fucker, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. You rated it. I think he said, um, hey, you've been here for half, half a hiccup, and you've doggy paddled into some deep waters. So guess what? We're going to have a match, and I'm going to literally beat the shit out of you. So um, I'm paraphrasing a little bit. But that's this whole segment to set up a match between Edge and Grayson Waller. So uh, young guy coming against old man strength and seeing what happens, right? So this is the setup. So, Jeff, what did you feel about this segment lead up into this match? The best parts was Edge talking about how MSG used to have an aisle someplace else, and then there was right. a second pathway over there and the half a hiccup. I, I continue to see nothing in Grayson Waller. I don't know why they're investing so much in him, including at Edge now. I mean, next they're going to have the Undertaker come come out oh, any no, long, no, you know, no. you're going to say you're going to match against the Undertaker. I, I have nothing. I have no words. Every word, every week, I say the same thing. Grayson Waller, the Grayson Waller effect to me is to tune out or change the channel. I, I'm I'm done. I see my time. Okay. Such a wanker, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. All right, uh, Jimmy, what do you think then? Ah, uh, look, <laughs> really, Jeff's right about a few things, but mm. I will say this. Hey, they do no, see... you, you cannot stand up for an art just because he's Australian. You can't but, give him a pass, you, I just said I agreed with Jeff mostly. Except, exactly. exactly. Except, except I think he's a lot more talented than what he says he is, right? But in saying that, the company clearly sees something in him, all right? They must, obviously, because... You know what I've noticed for years? Every, all Can the time I've talking to, to wrestling fans is that whenever what? they use the word talented... It means somebody who isn't doing so great. Mm. What do you? No one else saying that. Roman I'm not saying that. Talented. Because he's the top guy. You don't have to say he's no, talented. Obviously, you you, you you say talented about people who sort of sucking it up. Anyway, please finish. Well, he's not a main eventer just yet. I mean, you know what I mean. But he's high up the card. You got to give him that. What, say what you will. He's pretty high up the card right no, now. No, he's not. Edge just even said that. You're half a hick. He said, you haven't even had a match yet. Yeah, like, that's Edge just stuff to be ha-ha. That's stuff to be ha He was injured. That's why. And up until now, now he can take bumps again. No. Since this the Cena punch. What do you mean he's high up the card? An he, look, they showed him against Cena at Money in the Bank, right? Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good fucking spot to have. True. I mean. Yay, it's nay, anybody? It's good to see Cena. Yeah. <laughs> The point it's is, forget that. It's, it's a huge, a huge spot. spot. And now he's moved on to Edge in pretty much the main event match, right? I mean, it was the main event match. So, yeah, he's right now, at this present time, he's pretty high up the card compared to a lot of other guys who aren't doing shit right now, to be fair. He's higher than Theory right now. Let's be honest. And he's the US champion, right? So, at the end of the day, I mean, say what you will, they see something in him. So in me saying that, I'm not going to talk about the match because we'll get to that later. The segment wasn't too bad. And at, at least by the end of it, by the end of the segment, he got the crowd to kind of boo him. Before that, the crowd weren't even reacting at all. No boos, no cheers, no nothing. And as you know, that's the worst thing to have. But by the end of that segment, he had the fans booing him. And that's what mattered. So 
Give him because, a chance, Jeff. Because it's cheap heat to go after Edge and saying he's retired. You well, know, that's not his fault. You know, you know what but, I mean? But that's that's look. You the fact that you had to go that route to even get heat to go right. after Edge and say you're retired and not being the case. That's cheap heat, Jimmy. Like it is cheap. It's cheap. Was, but again, that's not his fault. But no. And, but and look, are they booing him or are they booing the concept that Edge might be retired? I have right. no idea. I have no idea what they. There you go. Doing, but yeah. Look at the reaction when he comes out later for the match. Again, there wasn't a big pop or anything. No, for there, was, there, there was. Nothing. There was nothing. So then that's what I'm saying. That was cheap heat. That wasn't booing him. That was booing the cheap heat of the moment of trying to say that he's retired, well, Jimmy. It I can understand that, though, man. You need to do something to get some sort of reaction. You know what I mean? If it means cheap heat, so be it. He needed a reaction, and he got it at the end. Whether it was cheap or not, that's another thing, but he needed something. Right, but here's the thing. If that's, if that's the case, Jimmy, look, let's take, for example, Money in the Bank. Cena was there. He got the rub from Cena. Right, right. That did nothing. That did nothing. Because here this week, no reaction. He gets the rub from Edge, still gets nothing. That's he did get a reaction in England, though. Actually, John. What? No, he got a reaction. No, Cena got the reaction. No, but when he came out, they were saying, "Who are you?" They were calling him a wanker. Yeah, because I'm just saying (laughs) they don't know who he is, Jimmy. They're saying, "Who the fuck are you?" <clears throat> well, it's true. Who the fuck is he? WB need to do a better job at telling us who the fuck he really is. Yeah. Really, because he hasn't explained himself. Let's be honest, has he? Has he explained who he really is? He's had four talk shows. Yeah. But again, whose fault is this? Is it, it him or the book? It's his Why? fault. You, you Why is it his fault? WWE. They put him on the but, but, stage. He's had to dude. do something with that time. They didn't, yeah, but they didn't tell him, okay, you're going to go out he's there, scripted. do bullet points, yeah. and that's it. He's scripted to say everything. Exactly. Everything that, that we've scripted. seen so far from, from, from Grayson Waller. And listen, I hated this fucking segment. I've hated every segment he's been a part of. I yeah. cannot stand anything to do with the Grayson Waller effect. And not in a good way. Not the same way that I can't stand a, 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 you know, a Randy Orton where I'm mad at him because he's doing something dastardly and kicking somebody in the face or something. I, I don't care about the segments with Grayson Waller, but he's scripted to say everything that he has said so far in every single one of these segments. Everything that we've said about... You know how awkward was that? That was the, you know that was not a good that was mm-hmm. not a good exchange. You can't really blame him. He's being completely scripted on what he's saying. Exactly, you could say, man. well, he could have said it in a more entertaining way. But, I mean, you can only do so much with Suffer and Succotash. You can't yeah. fucking polish a turd that much. And at this point, like, okay, I will say, as, as far as this segment goes, I have I had seen absolutely nothing to Grayson Waller ever. And, I mean, not in NXT either. Um, that changes at the end of the match that he has with Edge, and I'll talk about it then. But mm-hmm. you can't really blame him for what he's being scripted. Thank you, Chris. Thank I you. I don't know that he's being scripted. I mean, the, the, the oh, come on, Jeff. Jeff. They, they say Triple H gives you bullet points. They say I know you hate these guys' guts, but come on. Cutting some slack, man. This is, this is for everyone. I, I don't think that everyone that they're given scripts, I think they're given bullet points. Yeah, I I, I, I got that. Because here's the thing, like I I think I agree with with Chris and this and the fact that yes, he is scripted, but there the the exchanges are awkward even in that moment. It's not like it is. Maybe he's not comfortable with them though, John. Because here's but Jimmy, you got to be able to go with the flow. You got to be able to interact. You know, he's not done that. He's not making those strides 
to do those kind of things. And that's that's the biggest issue with it. Anyway, the, we all agree the segment sucked. It did nothing, and it was cheap heat. But we, so then after this moment, we have AJ Styles versus Karrion Cross, and Ugh. their interests lasted longer than this match. Um, this was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, this was a squash match for AJ Styles on Karrion Cross, who came out looking strong. Oh, yeah, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. And then, oh, slip on banana peel, one, two, three, boom. Here comes the phenomenal forearm, which he doesn't miss, as Michael Cole says. You know, he doesn't miss with the phenomenal forearm in one, two, three. Um, we had Scarlet try to interfere. And, of course, having Nishin <laughs> back him up helped out a lot. So, um, and then, one, you know, look, why was this here, Jeff? I have no idea. Why Someone please Jeff, explain. Uh, well, Chris and I were doing on cage at the time, and he told me at the time, and then Twitter verifies it that apparently Cross actually does have a leg injury, and that's why the match was so short. Maybe oh. he thought it was better than it was when he called an audible. Oh, but, well, you know what? You're oh right. My, oh Triple, H, hmm? Triple H said it so, so I had to say this. No, no, no. Shush, I just want to point out one thing. Did you Let watch the, the media talk. scrum? Just are we all, He cuts me off all the fucking time, Jimmy, please. J- Jimmy's allowed to cut off Jeff at least exactly. once a show. Thank it's, you. It's, thank okay, you. Bye. Right, let bye. me just say. Let, let me just say one thing to Jeff's point where you brought up because it just made me remember something. You, did you watch the media scrum after Money in the Bank? Who are you talking to? You, Jeff. No. Okay. If you did, uh, Triple H alluded to that someone injured their leg while walking back to the back. He didn't want to mention their name because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to embarrass him, right? Now that you mentioned that, and they mentioned that he's got a, a, a fucked leg, it must be Cross. Yeah, but Cross wasn't in Money in the Bank. He wasn't on that. Oh, card. true. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Well, he said in the back. He didn't say. He didn't say in the match. Well, well you so think they could be anyway. to, to, to? He London. was at Money in the Bank. He was right. at Money in the Bank, but not. Yeah, but on they Money said the walking bank. to the back. I I don't know. Anyway, whatever it was, I mean, listen, if. If he was injured and they wanted to call it an audible and they wanted to help Cross, he had AJ Styles in the cross lock. He gave him that the elbow, the doomsday to the back of the elbow, and then the cross lock. They could have had Cross squash AJ. They chose the other route. So right. either way, right. so even with the injury, they still chose to have AJ win, um, which, I mean, listen, is it is it too early to say that Cross is just Iron Mike Sharp at this point? I don't yes. think it is. Worse than that, Jeff. What do you mean? <laughs> I, think, I think he's Iron Mike Sharp. I mean, at this point, and that's what he should just be. He should just be the guy who thinks he's going to win every match but loses every match. And, that, that, and, and then that, 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 that's his role. He's 36. That's fine. He can do that for the next eight years and become a multimillionaire. Good for him. Yeah. Chris, what did you think about this? I mean, I don't know how many times can I say I think that they're dropping the ball with with Cross. I are I, they though, Chris? You think? I still think they're dropping the ball with Cross. Yeah, I do. I, like, I, and again, I, I think that you could have them go away and you can have them come back, but he has to come back in a completely different gimmick. He's got to come back as like, a, um, you know, we know that he's he's half Puerto Rican, right? That's that's his racial makeup. He's Puerto right. Rican. Half have Greek, have him. Okay, so have him come back as a modern-day Razor Ramon face character. Mm. Um, you have to modernize it because you can't That's just bring nice. back a Razor Ramon. But, like, you have him come back as the cool Latin, you know, you have him come back as the cool Latin guy. And then and then the hair will even make sense. He doesn't even need to shave. He can he can be the Latin just, guy with his hair. And, and he's got the hot... Was supposed to show up to this show and didn't? No, 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 no. no. Hey, oh, that, they said July. A, they did say July. 
No, that's, so a, that's a real. That, that, that was a real suggestion. Yeah. That. Yeah. I mean, you have him come back as the cool Latin guy or whatever, and okay, like, is it perfect? No. But if you just have him come back again as this character, I mean, what are you doing at this point? You're not even like. You're just embarrassing a guy who's way more talented than this. Give him a shot to do something else because he's got potential that not a lot of people on this, uh, like not a lot of people in WWE even have the potential that Cross does. So, yeah. I mean, do something. Let let him let him take a swing at something else because this is not working. But right. see, I think it's it's part part of this shit is his fault too. I don't think it's just WWE WWE's booking of him. I think part of this shit is actually on himself because he just doesn't seem to put... I don't see the hunger in him right now for some reason. I just don't see like that he wants it compared to others. Do you know what I mean? There's something missing about him. Every time he tries it, I just don't see it anymore. Jeff, did you want to say something? I, I just don't understand how you say one thing about Grayson Waller and then the opposite about Cross. I mean, pick a lane. Because Cross, because Cross has been in the business for years now. Grayson Waller is still new. But they and he just got onto the main roster, dude. Jeez. So was, so was Cross after being fired once. I mean, they've been on. Yeah, but Cross has had multiple chances. I'm, I'm just saying, pick a lane. I mean, I, I don't think that they, they obviously don't trust Cross. So I think that he's scripted too. But actually, I, I put in the private chat. I think if you wanted to, if he wants to stick somewhat closer to his character, do, do try the Mordecai character again because the Mordecai <laughs> character I thought was great. Oh no! And to have a sort of crazy fringe beyond evangelical like cultist like cultist fringe religion thing right now would work that would be edgy and 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 he could do that hmm. um, i uh, think him in judgment day would have worked if they had pulled the trigger on that that would have been I, good for I, him I that right i know it, and i agree done now now if they're going to try and reconstitute judgment day ah. then and they want like to he was the back. like they could do like a mythic man thing do you remember the 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 higher power sort of deal Mm-hmm. Like Cross is the higher power for judgment. I mean, like they, they did say. for Dark Order too. Yeah, except he lost everything. Wow. No, I mean Brody yeah. Lee was that's that's not a good payoff. I mean that forget you know, that. Yeah, yeah. Even you couldn't do that that's with Bray sad. now because he was ruined. If Bray hadn't come back and had that stupid, terrible, meandering thing that I made excuses for for four <sighs> months, but if he was Jesus just coming back, Christ. he could have been the higher power. And never re- like be like Raven, not right. Raven. I, I really hate that I have to highlight this this comment, but please Which highlight one? Lizbeth's last comment. The last one, what? yeah, feels like someone made a passes. Because, because, listen, like for for the audio listeners, here's what the comment what? says. Really, Lizbeth said it feels like someone made a pass at Scarlet, and she didn't take them up on the offer. So this is the purgatory they're put in. I hate that I needed that highlighted. I hate that that's something yeah. that honestly goes through my head when I see somebody this talented get buried as as right. badly as he's been buried. I mean, right. they literally had him come come in as a fucking with with a fucking gimp mask like that's mm-hmm. how they debuted this fucking guy who is yeah. a massive human being with tons of talent like I, what else like in wwe's history what the fuck else am i supposed to think yeah. like how am i not meant to think that this is a possibility in wwe's history yeah, no, that's and that sad scares part. the shit out of me but who right. would have who who would have been the one liz elaborate a little bit more who's rumored to made it to have made a pass on scarlet you know uh, vance is still there okay vince i get you but the only reason that i don't think that happened is because because cross is legitimately friends with kevin castle and down tony 
I think we would have known if something like that was going on in the back. Even even if they just said there's something going on in the back, we can't give the details. We would we would have heard that, and we we haven't. Anyway, um, I, I everything that everybody has said is correct, and like there's easy ways out of this. If you don't want AJ to lose, you still want him to be near your top card. Have him beat Festus and and the machine gun. Have, oh, have him beat on. the OC in in, in matches. Then you then you get to you know, then he beats them in, in some random tag team. But yeah, if they re if they redid the Judgment Day, you know, and Rhea actually be, went dominant on her own because at some point she has to be on her own. Priest leaves, and so now you have I don't know Finn and JD McDonough, whoever, and they no, want to bring in the heater. JD McDonough, I know, but that looks like that's what's going to happen. But fine, no, no JD McDonough. <laughs> yeah, but I'm with you on that. But put put Cross in there, and I don't know who who's a, who's another random big guy that's not doing anything. Rick Boogs, make him a bad Boogs. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> bad Boogs. Zabacato. 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 Fine. Whatever. Boogie now, man. Zabacato is Bring. significantly more is significantly more talented than almost. I, uh, I'll, I'll take that one. Uh, is almost still on the fucking uh, on his honeymoon. Get 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 Mace out of his out of his maximum male model and put him back in regular Mace. Marseille. And put, 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 <laughs> yeah. put, he's no longer Marseille. He's 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 went to the re-education clinic in northern Minnesota <laughs> and, and now he's he's cured. Um, yeah. he's Oof. gone to Texas and he's seen those he's Santa he's seen the Santa Cruz and he's like, Oh no, that could happen to me. Right. Yeah. I'm <laughs> on that path. I better turn around. Uh, yeah. anyway, I, I you know, we've all said it. I just, you know. It's, Look, it, it's bad. It's bad. We we all agree that Cross could be more than he is, and there's something going on that keeps him from doing it. Yeah. Whether it's and, him and, or writing or whatever, and that's the sad part is we know that he could be something more. He has that superstar mentality and look, but yet they're choosing not to use him for man, that. Man, every time I hear TikTok, the only thing that comes to my mind is him getting released. Yeah. I'm I don't just know. saying. You but know? you know, so we we have that. Um, next, uh, we have was it. Oh, yeah, so the next thing is the Asuka segment. Um, Asuka comes in and nobody's ready for her, and then Bianca Belair runs in <laughs> to signify his her heel turn and starts just beating the shit out of Asuka. Then Charlotte Flair comes in so that her and Bianca could fight, and then as that's happening, uh, Asuka does a baseball slide, and then she's making her way to the top turn buckle. Then E.L. Sky comes in with the Money in the Bank briefcase, and Bailey came in and slammed Asuka in the face with it, and Gives it to her and Asuka gets a moon or Ayo gave Asuka a moonsault and Bailey tried to cash it in, but Belair grabbed Bailey and you know this whole ruckus happened. Look, I'm okay with this because none of them had to get on the mic. I'm fine with it. And I don't mind hearing Asuka do her her whole, you know, Japanese bit and then nobody rescue me because it's awesome. <laughs> but nobody ready for Asuka. Yeah. But I liked the idea of this because we've been talking about this this triple threat match for a while. But now you have the added wrinkle of Yo Sky. You know, I mm. I honestly did not see that coming. And, and Bailey's still working with her, not against right. her. No, that yeah. And we called that Jeff. Yeah. You know, you know, so uh <laughs> and it it look this is and Bianca broke her bracelet, so now Oscar's really gonna need uh to get <laughs> beat her down. Ooh. Um yeah. Girl fight, girl fight, girl fight. Um, fight. <laughs> I, I I like the idea of Eo Sky having the briefcase and this happening. Like, okay, already she's gotten attacked by two people, and now this third person with a helper comes in, and um, you know, I okay, cool. 
like I really like this. So the segment itself was okay, and I fought until EOS guy comes in and, and adds that extra twist. But that was just my thoughts, Chris. What do you think? And, about and you know what? Actually, before we go, I'm sorry. I just before I lose my, I, I interrupt people because I'm old and I forget things. Okay. So I, I I think I like the thing about Bailey because I've been saying it's going to be a fatal three way all along in SummerSlam. So, but if EO cashes in and there's on one person, but there's two other competitors who, you know, somebody's going to be able to, to ruin her cash in. They can't all be knocked out. Why? And when you have Bailey helping her on the outside, you have an extra person who punches each of the other ones down. So yeah. that cash in, even in a fatal three-way or a fatal four-way, is, is in play because you have that extra helper if they continue that. Anyway, I'm like you, John. I mean, I think this was great, but I thought it was gone. It was fine. This was a, this was a perfectly good segment. Yeah. Chris, what did you think? I think that if Charlotte's going to wear heels like that, she needs to land a big boot or don't wear heels like that. Yeah. Um, just don't do it. Uh, she looked like the no, most ridiculous yeah. fucking thing I've she ever seen. She can't even walk properly. It, it, like her and Bianca. Her and Bianca both look ridiculous. Like they went to the same wardrobe and like, okay, you wear white sparkly, I'll wear silver <laughs> sparkly and we'll be fine. They, they did just, look like they, they both were like little girls dressed them in those like night bright, you know, things where yeah. you put like little light yeah. bulbs in and made outfits yeah. out of them. Like, I have a six and seven year old daughter, like, and and that that basically is what this reminded me of was like somebody <laughs> just was like, yeah, girls, just dress yourself today, just dress yourself today, girls, and they they came out dressed like that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Oscar continues to be, I think, the best wrestler in like the best women's wrestler on the planet. Yeah. She's funny, she's entertaining. Everything that she does is is a little different. She. The, the subtle differences between this Asuka and the last version of Asuka make sense. Mm -hmm. She's just a little crazier now than she was yeah. before. She's just a little different than she was before. I, I love Asuka. And, uh, yeah, this segment was good, other than just everybody looked, like, fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like, putzes, man. They look, look like fucking... The, yeah. the fact that EO Sky and, and Bailey look normal compared to everybody else, I think that says a lot. And of course, EO was in her wrestling gear, and Bailey was just in a jacket and whatever. But um, <laughs> especially Bianca and Charlotte, it's all, it, it, that was like Oscar. Uh, people are like, oh, that's wild. That's Oscar. Like I like I expect her to come out wearing a wild shirt like that with bright right. pants and you know all that. That didn't bother me. It was the other two that kind of was like whatever. But don't um, try to Jimmy, one up Asuka on her ridiculousness. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's she's the queen of that. So, uh, Jimmy, what are your thoughts on this? Well, really, you guys said it best. I think, uh, you know, I agree with all of you. There's nothing more to say other than what you guys have said. Otherwise, I'll just be repeating myself. Okay. Well, you'd be repeating us, but okay. You'd be repeating. You wouldn't be repeating. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'll be repeating us. you guys what you guys said. Really, what you guys allow said was exactly to, what I thought. Allow myself to reintroduce. Myself. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy want a cracker? Jimmy want yeah. a cracker? <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> All right. So after this, uh, <laughs> we'll come back from commercial and we have Edge versus Grace oh, and Wallach. Um, Sorry. And, uh, and during this match, the biggest thing about this match was that during the match, Jay Uso is making his way back to the arena from the hospital. From the hospital. Shirtless. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Not even a hospital gown. Yeah, yeah that was like, weird. Again, I, I'm asking what it looked hot in there, dudes. It really did. I saw a lot of them sweating, man. This made no sense. Yeah, this is why no, I think it, they had a skeleton crew, because they had to come back with like it would have been better if he came in in his hospital gown and like there was an IV strapped him and he They really must have, man. 
they really Jay they used minimal. It was Jimmy. It show. was Jimmy who was who was taken to Jay was a bit with him because that was right, his brother. Right. Jimmy was put oh, on the stretcher. Yeah. yeah, but still, but the fact that he comes back without a shirt is hilarious. Like I don't know if he ripped the shirt off because you couldn't see him because he walked in nah, the crowd. Nah, but nah. like he just walks Woo! to the crowd without a shirt on. Woo. All right, but it's announced that that's happening during this match. Um guys, this was a uh like, I'm pretty sure Jeff just saw some titties. I'm, yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, you know, this is a one commercial match. The the opening match we had with Sheamus was a two commercial match. Um, I didn't see anything in this match to make me think Grayson Waller could do anything. Honestly, like I, I was not really? impressed with this. I thought he was like, I think he sold well. I thought he did a great job selling for Ed. I thought he had some good facials. But I did not see anything in his repertoire that made me go, okay, that stands out. Like he was, he was fine. But again, there was nothing that I went like, okay, cool. Like, okay, the running and jumping through oh. the ropes and then getting speared by Edge. I was like, oh, that was okay. cool. He was sort of backwards doing that too, if you know what I mean, because yeah. he was sitting up for the stunner. But he yeah. was too close. They 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 should have practiced that because yeah. Edge was too close. Well, I was gonna clear. say if you noticed, Edge looked pretty blown out in that in this match. I felt anyway from what I observed. So I think Waller had to like. That's the grace like, of Come on, Chris. Now. He looked. Waller had to go down to his level, man. In terms of of the match, that's what I felt. Anyway, are yeah. you kidding me? You don't think he looked blown up at all, Chris? Please. I'm tired of carrying Tell a big me. ranker. Yeah. <laughs> Edge was legitimately trying to get this kid over. How do you yeah. do that, Jimmy? If you're going to win the match, how do you get the other guy over? Well, first of all, you make it look continue. like you're having to work really fucking hard right. to beat the guy. That, like, True, I, but... I loved this match. Like, uh, frankly, I, I thought this okay. was the match of the night. I thought this okay. was this was the best match I've ever seen Grayson Waller have. I. I I definitely came away from this match thinking, okay, Grayson Waller could be something, not because of Grayson Waller, but because of how well Edge sold this. Everything about what elevated Grayson Waller in this match came out of Edge. It was Edge's facials. He was he was selling tired. He was selling holy fuck, man. Like I've been trying to beat this guy for how long now? This didn't do it? Oh, my fucking execution didn't do it? I can't get the win against this guy doing anything else? Man, he's good. He's doing these things. They keep He's keeping me on my toes. One, two, kick out. Edge does the facial. Like, fuck, are you serious? Mm. Right? I, I Honestly, Grayson Waller, like... If he didn't, if he didn't take Edge out for a steak dinner after this, then the guy is just fucking all kinds of things up. In fact, if I'm Grayson Waller, I'm telling Edge after this, listen, you go ahead and you get Beth on the phone. You have her and your six fucking kids fly down here. I'm taking everybody for a steak dinner because Edge just went out of his way. Yeah, at the Outback, (laughs) Edge just went way out of his way to try to make Grayson Waller look like something. And I think he did a masterful job in this match. I loved this match. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't love it as much as you did, clearly, Chris. But I thought the match wasn't bad. But like John said, it was still pretty much a TV match. But even though you think he wasn't blown out, because and I get you, you're right, Chris, one hundred percent, one hundred percent, you're right. To me, he did look legitly fucking a bit wrecked by the end of it. But that's just me. You know what I mean? He could have been selling it, but. It didn't look like it to me completely, anyway. But yeah, I hope he, I hope he did put Waller over Chris. I really do. But 
Well, we'll and then because... again, like again, like my name, my name right now, right? The name that I have. He can swim. He definitely swam. So that was what Edge said, right? He <laughs> right, said, right. "Look, you've been doggy paddling this whole time in the segment before, and we're gonna mm. find out if you sink or swim, right?" Well. Edge got the win, and at the end, again, he looks blown up. He looks like he's really had to work for this fucking win. He's ma he's made a number of he's made a number of facial reactions in the in the match to make it look like he really had to fucking work against this kid. Considering, hey, I'm Edge, and this is your first fucking match on the main roster, and then he says to the kid, "Hey, you swam." But considering he's a heel, do you think that's still all right to say that, though, when you think about it? I it think it definitely faces him up. Yep. Yeah, it does face him up. That's the problem. You know what I mean? I, I know this head also. But listen, I, I'm i sort of between Jimmy and Chris on this one. I didn't think the match was great. And obviously, I'm well on the record with not being interested in Grayson Waller. But there was nothing wrong with this match. I mean, the finisher, the, the, the timing or the spacing of it wasn't very wasn't great but okay so what that, that happens um right. but if you're trying to get someone over this is getting over i'm a little confused that it's almost face but maybe grayson waller thanks edge for it but you know while he when he thanks him it's he, and he goes to walk away he actually does one of his cutters instead and you start to be better right and then you get then then you see if you can get heat on him the only the only problem i have and this is not with this match in particular this is with the entirety of this show because there was there was other things you could have cut out, like the cross AJ match, like some of the some of the bloodline stuff, like some of the stuff with the theory and and Seamus match Sheamus, the ex Richter. Right. I just can't believe that after that showing, after that reaction, that they didn't put LA Knight in front of the Madison Square Garden. Oh fuck! And see and see if I they forgot about that. Right. Because you know Vince trusts no jury like he trusts the Madison Square Garden audience mm. and he was reportedly there which should not be news in and of itself the wow. owner of a company is in is in attendance at his a show on a weekend in the city that he basically lives in a suburb of, in the in the arena that he considers his home court big right. deal that he's there but you don't put la night out there to cut a promo and comes him to say that everybody was behind me because they can't deny the Kavork or whatever, and just see the crowd go crazy for him. That see that he's the uncrowned Money in the Bank champion, but he doesn't need a case because he's going to go through everybody needs to. Bloodlines in turmoil. That's that's their and, and get these that's my opportunity. Something just it, like he could have cut a promo in there, babyface heel. It wouldn't matter just to test, and I guarantee they would have blown the roof off the place. And that I, was a wasted opportunity. And you know what? You know what's fucked up even worse. The fact you remember at Money in the Bank when when LA Knight was coming out, they were chanting LA Knight in right through his actual theme song. They were literally going bananas, just chanting LA Knight throughout his whole entrance. Right. So I don't and, blame Grayson Waller, but Grayson Waller had two segments, you know, and Grace and LA that's Knight. That's true, he did, right. That's actually mm -hmm. true. But but my point of that was, right, because you made me think of something there. Like, during the highlights Grayson Waller he does the thing with Edge and Edge challenges him to a match next week yeah that we could that yeah of course that would have worked too but what they did also if you look at the money in the bank highlights on YouTube and shit they cut that part out with LA Knight with LA Knight's entrance they show they show everyone else's entrance right except they cut off LA Knight's entrance in the first five seconds. You know what I feel like? I feel like somebody made a pass at LA Knight in the back and he just wasn't happy. 100%. Well, him also, say, <laughs> also <laughs> him saying what he said on Chris Van Fleet's uh, podcast, they asked him, yeah, maybe. Damn it, Linda. Um, 
Oof, even worse. But mm. but seriously, like hey, look, date... if it's the difference between millions of dollars or not, I, I'll I'll take a go at Linda. Where it right. Stephanie. Hell yeah. No, but but really, right? Chris Van Fleet asked him, like, man, you're so over. Like, surely the people in the back, the powers that be, hear this. He goes, Yeah, but not everyone has ears. That and could have got I... him heat. I think that's exactly that. That's the only explanation why they didn't put him on this show because hundred percent. You need to shut up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And he said that before Money in the Bank. So I'm just putting it out there. I'm telling you, there, there might be something to that. Who knows? But I mean, I, I think we all see this. It's you the know, Zach Ryder effect. You got it's over bullshit, though. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Yeah. WWE politics, straight up. And, and then that's and that's something we've seen in WWE always. How many times? How many right. times? What boss you know? likes to be contradicted publicly by their employee? It's fucking. Bu- it's petty bullshit. They need to cut this shit out. It never will. I mean, only I mean, they've been doing this for, forever. Pays people for that. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, he's, yeah. a, he's he's a contradictory, a walking yeah. talking contradiction let's be honest so this was considered our main event match of the night because we still have the uso segment after this is the second longest match of the night the sheamus match was longer was um, it longer yeah because Se- okay. she- sheamus match was two was two commercial breaks two long. oh yeah, yeah. there were like three matches yeah and there was three yeah because there was the cross match was the other one and that lasted you know I had farts last longer than that match um so <laughs> um you know but you know if if, if we're gonna... farting, yeah. Well, look, look. Um, that's going to get the chicks. I'm yeah, sitting when yeah. I can fart longer look. than a TV, televised wrestling match. Look, when yeah. you got when you got a butt, you can make it work. But the point is, is this? Like, here here's my problem. What should have been that Sheamus Austin theory match was a better match than this one. I think in the long run, I really do. But we've all, I think we all have our opinions on how we saw this match. Everybody saw it a little bit differently, which is fine. This is why we have this discussion. But I think at the end of the day, we all feel that like, still there's something about Grayson Waller that needs to be changed or improved for him to move forward. I think that's the biggest thing that we all took away from this. The he Waller effect is not good. The yeah. Waller effect is not good. Like at yeah. all. There's nothing good about really. those segments. No. Yeah. yeah. Well, agree. somebody keeps saying uh, earlier like that. The new kid trying to impress everyone and please everyone. He just needs to be a heel. Yeah. Well, somebody keeps saying that he, he needs to be Big Brother Waller. I'm like, was he on Big Brother? I don't know. I, I is that I'm not something? Sure. No, you know, like, Luchasaurus. Oh, I think he was. I think he might have been. Was on Big Brother. Well, why are they not leaning on that? No, I think he might have been. I think he was actually. Uh, that does ring a bell. I'm just looking it up to he be sure. He was on an anyway. Australian reality show. Maybe it was Australian yeah. Big Brother. Because uh, Media yeah, Five, Five has said a couple uh, times. I know. No, no, no. He was on Australian television actually. Okay. It was on a on Australian Survivor Champions versus oh, Contenders no. too. Yeah, but, and he was on Young Rock as well. Yeah. As Ric Flair, believe it or not. Whoa, that's what? weird. Yeah. Here's Grayson Waller. Can you believe Woo. that shit? Even I'm cringing at that. What the hell? Yeah. Um, but, like, why are they not leaning into that aspect? It worked for The Miz. Do that whole reality show wrestler gimmick again. You know, make that happen. It's been a while since we've seen it. It's like, do you nice not know who? Waller. He shaved his mustache. Yeah. Do you not know who the fuck I am? I was on Big Brother. I was on Survivor. You know, I'm a, I'm a reality superstar. You know, do that. You know. Well, to be fair, I didn't even really know of you. You were on Australian reality shows, but, no, the, but really, but that's not the point. That's the, the point is even with the Miz, he was he was you know that was kind of I'm a reality superstar kind of whole. That was his whole gimmick. 
and lean into that again. It doesn't matter if you're Australian. It, like, yeah, no, it really it doesn't. That. It doesn't matter. But yeah. unfortunately, it actually, actually helps. It actually helps the character that nobody's going to know who the fuck he he is. Right. He comes in and he's like, "Don't you know who I am? I'm a big deal. I'm a yeah, I'm a right, big right. deal exactly. in Australia." Right. And everybody exactly. in America is going, "Exactly, Get, fuck your hat. Nobody cares yeah. what happened." In Australia. Right, right, right. That and that's heat. That's heat. Yeah, and right. that's heat that makes a more interesting character. So you know that's simple that's shit like that. It's true. See, I'm big in Japan, guy, but like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Lance Archer is literally and figuratively big in Japan. Um, so, all right, let's talk about this last segment of, of the networks. I spoke to somebody who uh, was work is working with your friends Chris Silvio and Bullet. Yeah, Bullet yeah, Bullet I saw Bullet. that. Ah, yeah, that's cool. For a minute, I thought you had him on the show too. I'm like, ah. Mm. Troop is fucking well, awesome, by the way. Look, he's oh yeah, absolutely. Troop's our boy, man. I have man. the video somewhere if you want it. Uh, yeah, Troop's okay. our boy. And Chris Sylvia. Shout outs to both of them, man. Look, last was it two years ago when when Manny was here in uh, Dallas. Like I, I, he was. Look, Troop was out there handing out his shit in the middle of the thing. Dude, he's he, a hustler, bro. He is a hustler. Straight like, up. Straight like, up. I, look, I just took a couple minutes to say, hey, like, hey, my name's John. I'm with Tommy Media Group. He goes, oh, my God. Like, I love you guys. And, like, like super great dude. Really great. You know, just took a moment just to say, hey. And, like, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I have time for, for Blake. He's Troopy's awesome, man. I've, I've had him on my um, show, like, five times, man, at least. And yeah. I've been on his shows, too, when he used to do shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's my boy, man. I, me and him got close from before he became a pro wrestler and and no shit i watched him literally go from not being a wrestler yet right he's just doing mma to literally he's gotten pretty far pretty quick man mm. you know what i mean and i think he's got a lot of potential i'm not saying that because he's our boy and whatnot i'm being truthful man i truly think he's got a lot of potential in pro wrestling and no, i think he he's really getting does. there and that he really has got a great look too yeah and and the character that he has is like is something that that really does it really can work in pro wrestling. Hey, yeah. you know this thing where we're pretending like we're real fighters and we're competing. Well, if you have somebody whose literal character is I was an actual fighter and I actually competed, and now I'm switching over to this other competition where I'm going to be just as good at competing and winning. You know, like yeah, that character can really get over. He's a modern day Ken Shamrock. I, I really, mm-hmm. I I think somebody's. I think somebody's going to make some money with Bulletproof Troop. I really, I do. really do think well, so. Well, I can tell you one thing. I, I've seen him a bunch on NWA, and generally with NWA, as 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 sort of sad as it seems sometimes, you know, to see how far it's fallen and the production, it it and NXT, and maybe even more than NXT, trains a wrestler for TV. More like Ring of Honor used to, but it's not the same. Well, ring. he's been trained by some of the best, actually, Jeff. But I mean, actually, in front of cameras, like AEW doesn't. Right. It almost trains you not to be a TV wrestler. MLW is just <laughs> all over the goddamn place. Literally, like different arenas, different countries, different time, you know, periods, timelines. NWA trains you to be a TV wrestler. It's like almost if you don't go to NXT, you could go to NWA, and if they want that, you they could put you right into a WWE well, ring, and you'd be fine. Well, first of all, speaking of that, be he's first train. He's still the same trainer is uh the brian kendrick and has been for over a year and of course chris silvio so and both of them have been in wwe so he's getting trained by some of the best pro wrestlers out there that will get him ready for television no doubt about it i mean he's already on television he also does commentating for hollywood wrestling he well he was and he's good at that too 
I mean, he's pretty good at a lot of things, man. And I'm not just saying that because I'm friends with him and whatnot. It's it's true, man. He really is. Had him on our shows. I've had him like over five, six times. It's when? just now that he's so in the game. The look at the years. older ones. Look at the older ones. You've got to look at the old episodes. Look at the ones now. Like, like, get him on, yeah. You, yeah. Yeah, you know why I haven't, to be honest? Because the last show that we did, we were reviewing uh, Double or Nothing. And because he's in, you know, the wrestling game, he can't really say too much. Well, if you know what? what I mean. There are now options for him. He could be on Garden Doom or Garden Views. He could be on the far center. He doesn't need to talk about wrestling. He could be on the Academy. Uh, he hello? could. You, I mean, John, you know him, don't you? I mean, you see him. He doesn't do Manu Manu. Well, yeah. I, I, met, I met him recently. He would jump on your shows, I guarantee you. If you just hit him up, I no, guarantee you. I'm not going to hit him up. You hit him up for me. Yeah. Why do you, I have to do the job? Because you're the friend. You know <laughs> him. For fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, what whatever, man. He's Everyone a friend from work. Allegedly. Yeah, no, well, yeah. No, he is. Yeah. He is a friend, man. And he's an awesome dude, man. Straight up. Yeah. I can't anyway. Say, I can't speak anymore. Okay, shut up. We're going to talk about this last segment. God Bye. damn it. There's more. God damn it, pal. All right, here we go. Uh, all right, <laughs> so we end, we end the show. Paul, <laughs> Paul Heyman comes in and goes, hey, uh, Jay is coming back to the arena. And Roman's like, oh, you know, whatever his videos. And so... They magically make their way out to the ring um, to talk about this. And then Jay shows up, as we said, with no shirt on, rolling through the crowd. And Jay is just incredibly empowered by the spirit of his brother, who's in the hospital. And so, therefore, he is able to take out Solo Sokoa and the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. Uh, he had to use a chair to do it. But, you know, he was able to take the Mount Roland powders out. And Solo comes back and takes more beatings with the chair. Um, and look, those are some pretty stiff chair shots that he gave Solo. Um, he didn't hold back a little bit on him. And then um, then Jay gets on the mic and says he wants to wrestle him and you know beat Roman Reigns one more time. He's going to be main event Jay Uso. Um, and this is how the show went off. Uh, honestly, if I'm if I'm this was in a while this is the least interesting thing that the bloodline has done for a while i thought it was you know, okay cool he came back through the crowd great wonderful yay but um i don't know i i didn't like the way this went it, it felt i don't want to say forced but it it felt predictable it felt like okay this is what we're gonna do um, the right word. yeah force is the right word rushed. i guess rush yeah rush um I just felt like after what we did, what we saw earlier in the show, uh, to start the show, and then we end it with this, it it, it was night and day between the two segments. When is SummerSlam? Like, what's the date? I know it's next month. August. August. August what? August, like, 6th or something. Here, let me look it up oh, real quick. Okay, that, that's why it happened now, because they want to market around the main a main event match for SummerSlam. That, yeah. that, that's why they rushed it. And it's uh, a simple as that. Because it's, in, it's uh, August 5th at Ford Field. Right, so um, they, they want four full weeks to advertise it and 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 sell it and have that the marquee. They want to have their main event. That, yeah, in Detroit. So, it's in Detroit City, um, August fifth. So, Detroit Rock um, City. Yeah. So, uh, but that's my take on it. Um, let's go with the interrupter, Jimmy. Let's 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 start with him, so then we can all interrupt Jimmy. Uh, so, Jimmy, what did you think of this segment? I thought it was great. No. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I was going to do that. I was gonna... <laughs> you still can. 
Uh, uh, I'm not going to talk now. Fuck it doesn't this. matter no. what you think. Uh, fuck <laughs> these. Exactly. You talk. I'll be last. No, go <laughs> ahead, motherfucker. <laughs> fuck. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> anyway, no, nah, it was it was cool. It was no, fine, man. You're wrong. You're wrong. It was fine, but he. I, I, I like the part where you know he didn't help Solo. I'm talking about Roman Reigns. Obviously, it's gonna have. It's gonna turn into friction between Solo and Roman. Jay's main event. Jay also once again. I mean, it was expected. This this segment was expected. What more is there to say about it? Other than we're gonna continue on. We're gonna get the match between him and Jay again. Right and yes, it's happened before, but it was three years ago, I think, the last time. Right, guys, anyone? Yeah, during was, the pandemic yeah. era, he was he was Roman's first, you know, major enemy. Right, and he's got no chance of beating Roman, unfortunately. But I think this is when about. we're going to get. What? Sorry. What's unfortunate about that? That, that, that would end. The, that would. Wouldn't it make yeah. it interesting though if he actually did win it? But remember, no, I think the not. only reason why he lost last but time. I'm glad you think it would be because that's what they want. Right, because right. here's the thing. Remember, though, the only reason why last time Jay lost was because Jimmy was getting was getting uh, put in the hold, and even after being hurt and and screaming in pain, that's why he right. died out. Exactly. Right? So that's the whole bit in the back of his head. He's like, I can beat Roman because the last time he didn't beat me, he no, was he, hurting Jimmy, and he, I tapped out. He didn't out. tap out. He quit. He quit because oh, did he? Did he quit? It was well, an yeah, I quit match. Roman quit was match. beating up oh, Jimmy. Oh yes, yes, you're right. On yep. crutches. And, yeah, and yep, yep. Jay, Jay quit to save his brother. Right. And that's the think, only reason why. Do you think we get a similar situation? I think it'll be with the parents or someone, some of the older family members that get involved. Could be Rikishi first, begging Roman to stop. Just bring the you kids know. in. Like, whether they're like can five, I, six years old. Can I, can I go ahead and pitch something? Yes. Ian, go, please. Okay. We have the opposite happen. So, uh, at the end, Jay is torturing, is, is torturing, uh, solo and Roman just shrugs it off like I don't fucking care. Why would yeah. I give a shit about that? You have a you you can you can easily have that be like a major part of the match. The next week you can have a situation where Rikishi or somebody is watching a video of this. They've got their arms crossed and they're going and they're going okay, this really is a problem. We need to have a conversation about how things are going now because they can have that they can have that on a on a on a on a great clip, right? Where you've got the, the video package of Jay and how he was selfless in that moment, mm -hmm. right? Okay. I quit so that you don't hurt my brother anymore. Right. And then you have yeah. a moment where you're showing the opposite happen with Roman, right? Roman doesn't care if somebody else gets hurt. Roman doesn't care. He's not the leader. We thought he was going to be when we made him the head of the table. Right. Mm -hmm. Personally, I'd love to see something like that because I think that that can add just like that tension and that 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 you know it, it adds something to the story. Right? It's a good and book. I like that. It's a good yeah. book because look, let's be honest. The start of the story was that you know I'm I'm torturing Jimmy to make Jay quit, and then they fall in line, and then and then getting Jay to fall in line to fall, become the main event into the right hand man. These kind of things. And now the opposite booking is Roman doesn't give a shit that they're torturing Solo because I don't care because he was he was not like you said the the person they needed and that's you need that dichotomy to, I think it's Captain America Civil War yeah. it, it's it's Roman is Iron Man and and Jay is Captain America it it's 
order versus freedom. It, 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 Roman is the, the good of the tribe is me being in charge and we get and the whole tribe benefits. J is individual liberties that you have to you can't that, that you can't sacrifice the family for that goal. That that's the story. But what's happening here is Jay Uso is getting his Sammy moment, his Sammy Zane two or three yeah. months, where everybody wants Sammy Zane to win. Now everyone wants Jay to win. It, it's still Cody's story in the end, and this mm -hmm. is going to get us there. And we're going to forget a, about being angry that Cody didn't get his win, or people that they're angry about will forget about it because they'll be into this. And you know, and Cody and, and the story will continue on. I, and I think that it's cool that that Jimmy, who represents probably twenty-five to forty or fifty percent of the fan base, would think it's interesting to see Jay as the tribal chief. I personally don't. I think I think it's always got the Doctor Doom always has to stay the leader of Latveria. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, but but anything they do would be interesting to see where they're going to go with it. I, I just feel like a lot of things are being rushed and and. Gold is being set aside for for copper, but anyway, um, yeah. I mean, you know, but I, this segment was this. It was rushed, but we know why. We have four weeks for a major pay per view. That, that is SummerSlam going to be a two night event, or is it just one night? One, one. Okay. All Has right. it ever been two nights? I think last year was two nights. Um, but they'll probably do a NXT PLE on the side. I don't know. Whatever it is, it's it's. They want to market around the main event for SummerSlam and, you know, sell the hell out of it. Sure. Sure. But shouldn't Solo join his brothers, like, eventually? I mean. Well, our, the whole tribe is a brotherhood, right? Right. Well, I guess. Right. Like, but, like, but they did make that point at the beginning of the show that they said, like, Solo is doing this to his own flesh and blood, his own right, right. legitimate brother. Like, they made that like Michael Cole made that distinction that Roman is his cousin, but this is his brother, you know, right. and they, they, they sent solo to help the tribal chief. Right. Yeah. So they said that too. Yeah. Oh, that'd be interesting that. though. That'd be a good little uh, swerve if that was the case. Oh, they mm -hmm. did. Mm -hmm. Okay. I must've missed yeah. that. That's interesting. That, Roman that was... said it in his defense of himself. Yeah. I know the, the, the elders sent solo. Oh, I actually missed the part we saw. I remember hearing the elders, but not, the solo part, interesting. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, that was said last night as well. So, you know, I mean, it, but I mean, I agree. This is this is, yes, this was done so that we could set up for SummerSlam and everything. And, and, and did Jay come out too fucking cartoony? To be honest, I mean, they I mean, hit his fucking music. Like, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Exactly. The only thing he was missing was one of these on the way down. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or one and of no, these ones. <laughs> I mean, because like I mean, Garcia. hell, he showed up magically without a shirt. So I mean, that's true too. You know, he didn't. Do the, he didn't good good job of selling that new shirt. And then um, <laughs> we're gonna come back with the face paint and the synchronized dancing. Yeah, why not? Look, who knows? Who knows? All right, gentlemen, let's go. Let's go ahead and grade this show overall. Uh, let's start with the man down under, Jimmy. What, what do you What do you give this grade for a show? Honestly, probably a C plus. C plus, okay. All right, Jeff, what do you give the show? I know it sounded like I griped a lot, and I did because that's what I do. Uh, but as far as TV was concerned, I'll give it, I'm going to give it a B plus. Okay, Chris, what is your grade for the show? Um, I'm going to give it a B. I, I we got uh, well close to about 45 minutes of a two hour show was was focused on the bloodline, which I liked. Mm -hmm. I really, really enjoyed um, most of the match between. 
Seamus and Austin Theory, minus the end, which was just silly. And I really liked Edge's work in his match against uh, against Grayson Waller. So, yeah, it's going to get a B for me. It was a good show. Okay. Uh, I, I agree with you, Chris. I think it, it got a B. I felt like there was a lot of more good than bad on the show. Um, the only thing I think that stuck out was bad was the cross AJ segment. Um, everything else was pretty solid uh, as far as it goes. And like like Jeff said, I know we kind of critiqued it a little bit, but this is the some like we see the things that they could be doing more of, like you, uh, going to the from that good to great, and they're still they're settling for good. Um, and that's kind of that aspect of it. Uh, Elizabeth says NXT is doing Great American Bash in Texas the week before SummerSlam. Because Elizabeth uh, loves NXT, um, you know. So why uh, why are they why are they doing the Great American Bash in Texas? Texas is a different country. That's not right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we're not even the same country, but you know, uh, it's fine. Diplomacy. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, diplomacy. Yeah, because you know, um, I see. And- they're trying to bring. They're trying to bring freedom to Texas. We have freedom. I, in Texas. I have uh, too I much have freedom. Also, if anything, <laughs> I have also heard that Texas has oil, so it makes sense that the U.S. Yeah. is, is a lot of to it too. Diplomacy <laughs> to, to Texas, yeah. and then letting Texas go. You know what? You guys kind of do your thing. Yeah, we'll complain a little bit, but y'all are gonna. We'll let you do what you need to do. Um, so uh, <laughs> Todd, Todd says he says he gives the show three and a half crowns from the comment king. Um, nicely done, Todd. Uh, way to what go. up, Todd? Um, so, uh, Elizabeth, do you know where in Texas the, you know, not that I'm saying I'm going to make an appearance at NXT at Great American Bash because uh, I don't know any, I don't know shit about, um, I'm not going to pay They're not going to let you in. They're not going to let you in, John. They're going to, they're right. going to, you're going to show up to the door and they're going to be like, uh, no, pretty sure Ryback, you're not welcome. Well, <laughs> Yeah, my my picture and his picture. Yeah, I can do that. I'd rather be Ryback than fucking Yuta. Fuck. Well, I mean, listen, we we look like who we look like. All right, you guys, you guys have called me Sami Zayn plenty. All right. Oh shit! I can do that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, Cedar Park. Okay, so Austin. Um, uh, so they're gonna be in Austin. Um, is what she said. Um, the worst part of Texas. Yeah, the, like the non really? the, the worst part of Texas. <laughs> what is the worst part no, of Texas? No, I actually? would rather go to Lubbock or Amarillo, which are ass hat places, or Odessa Midland, which is the fucking worst butthole place of Texas. I would rather go there than Austin. Austin Why? Uh, there are some suburbs of Dallas. What's so bad about Houston, Austin? Which are about as bad as any place. No, no, really. I want to know what's so bad about Austin. So Austin, Austin likes to cater itself as like a mini California. Right. Oh, so, I see. So, so they're like, very conservative. No, they're they're are, are you fucking judging right like now? Like the cool young hip <laughs> part. Right. Right. Okay. All right. 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 Yeah. Okay. No, I get no. you already. Except that it's not cool or hip. It's just no. young and fucking aggravating. Yes, and you know, okay, they, you know, it's just, it's just a mess. Um, uh, I don't hear much about it outside, though, man. Yes, oh my god, Canada Space Man. Uh, we're gonna watch Jason Carey. This is look, I would do it. <laughs> I would do Christ. it. I would that do would it. be funny if you did it, especially but, if the shit came up here too. Ralphus, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, look, I'd do it. Uh, yeah, and, and Austin is also a hipster city too. I mean, it has good food, but every, every hipster city has good food, but yeah, good um, food, good bands. It, it's like sort of like that one that one street in Nashville. It's sort of like Asheville, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah, uh, 
Just one of those. So, okay. Oh, great question. So, which city would I consider to be the Dana Brooke of Texas? <laughs> Easily Austin. Austin. Abilene. Uh, or Houston. <laughs> Houston could be the Dana Brooke of Texas. Literally, I've heard a lot about Houston so being Houston a dump, a successful man. Successful city, like maybe Galveston. Successful, is yes, but I heard it's a real dump. It's got a lot of issues in Houston. Isn't well, there a lot of crime in Houston too? Well, yeah, and then you know, I mean, Houston also has a lot of you know, big boobs, big hair, and big butts. So, yeah. oh, I get you. There's Dana Brooke right there. <laughs> You're a funny. Guy. Like, if you want to have a good time, you got to deal with the crime. That's yeah, just the way right. it is. That's yeah. it is. This is exactly what Houston is, Dana Brooke, because not super great, but has big boobs and, and uh, big hair. So it may, you know, <laughs> and big butts. Dana Brooke is like the Abilene. It's like you, you know it exists from a country song, but you've never actually seen it, and no, but nobody's ever gone there. And nobody wants to see now that that yeah. the, that would be uh just Abilene. the only person on the roster that hasn't been seen in a while um because dana brooke is recently getting seen on janky janky there you go <laughs> janky. Yeah. i'm the only person that remembers shanky it's it's like i want him to say disappear just so that i'm the only person that remembers him that that's that's the mandela effect for you is shanky Shanky, shanky's uh, gonna retire in 10 years with 70 million dollars in the bank and no one will have ever seen him <laughs> oh my god this has been good all right well let's uh let's wrap up this show i feel like we've given the people enough for the two hours and 16 minutes we've been on Will Ospreay will be in a tesla wheelchair <laughs> what uh, yeah. yeah tesla's gonna make wheelchairs that are electric because you know mm. tesla mm. yeah <laughs> uh okay so elizabeth this is it i feel like i should say that for Houston, but i'm gonna stick with uh, i grew up in a little town outside of houston what is this from Texas originally? She she grew up there. Oh, because I thought she was from Cleveland, but she yeah. she was for if I remember correctly, she was born in Ohio, moved to Texas, been spent okay. most of her time there, and then moved back to Ohio. Oh, okay. If you oh, remember right. correctly, she's your best friend. You better remember correctly, you big doofus. No, Brittany's my best friend. What? Yeah. yeah. I even knew well, that. Well, I'm Jeff. the big doofus. Yeah, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, Elizabeth is my favorite HMG up, Brittany, You don't know who you're talking about, you big jackass. I know who my friends See? are, you big dummy. Look, I was right. Boom. <laughs> Elizabeth is my favorite HMG listener on, oh, the, on. on the burger. Look, can, can we, she can we sent look me cookies. She sent me fucking cookies. So, and some other good treats. So, uh, yeah, she's my favorite listener on the HMG network. So, mm-hmm. maybe yeah. if you're single. Yeah. And ready to mingle? Can I count myself <laughs> as a listener? Because then I'm my favorite. <laughs> oh, oh, there you go. Oh. Yeah. Chris, you're my favorite male listener. How about that? Listen, you, <laughs> yeah. you, can't, you can't love <laughs> others until you love yourself. Yeah. Uh, right. True. <laughs> All right, let's get let, let's let's get out let's get the fuck out of here. Let's let's always start with the man who comes in last but wants to leave first. Let's go with Jimmy oh, Are you kidding? That's that's bullshit straight up. But anyway, uh, yeah, don't use a throw me off again. Oh, sorry. Yeah, because I have to point the opposite way. Anyway, you can follow me on Twitter at DJ Mass. Oh wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know where you can find me it says it right there all right channelattitude.com also five bucks gets you the best uh, shit in wrestling <laughs> the pwc network.podbean.com and i mean media network.podbean.com i'm out i'm done oh okay all right jeff what about you Freaks. 
You can find me with my foot up Jimmy's ass now. You can find me at, at Icarus Fell MD on Twitter. I'm also on threads under Jeff Lippman. I think I have zero followers, so that's exciting. I made it to threads too. All right, I'll, I'll look for you. Um, anyway, uh, it, it, it instantly says you could connect with everyone on Instagram, but I don't use Instagram, so they're all like people like I don't know who they are. So right. I know. Um, anyway, uh, everything else PWC, like Jimmy said, HNG, like where we are right now. Uh, also on the Wrestling Soup Network, and my non-wrestling shows are Hammerlock. Uh, well, and non-wrestling shows with these guys is Hammerlock Hangover, and there's been two episodes this week. One a special interview about the charity event NWA is sponsoring in Chicago for a kid who got shot in the back. He's nine now. Him and his, his twin brother both got shot in a mass shooting, and the mom was also injured, so they need help. Um, and uh, Garden Noom and Garden Views are sort of my non-wrestling joints. One is more cult esoteric. Uh, Theosophy, things to go bump in the night, and the other is more policy, legal, um, business, tech, uh, more topical. But they both have one thing in common, and that's my charming, meandering ways. Yes, they are. Uh, and Chris, where can the people find you on the internet? Well, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at ChrisAms1. I am not joining. What is that thing that you guys just said? Threads. Joints. Threads. Yeah. I'm not joining Threads or Joints or Rumble or Bumble or any of those other things. I am on Twitter and I am on Facebook. I'm going to be the old man screaming at the clouds. Um, I'm at Chris Ames One. You can also find me right here on the HMG and on ChannelAttitude.com for five dollars a month. You can get the best pro wrestling podcasts in the world, including things like well this show and also the wreckage say it with me folks after the collision we sift through the wreckage the wreckage thank you thank you thank you jimmy um yeah uh by the way uh this week we're doing that we usually are going to be doing that uh sundays at about 10 o'clock in the morning this week we're doing it directly after collision um, only doing that because I have a 11 hour drive I have to do Sunday and I don't feel like trying to podcast while also dodging potholes. You can find me on the PWC where we do a number of shows. This week I was on, um, well, Jeff and I just finished doing, uh, no, that's a different, that's a different network. Never mind. Um, we, uh, let's see, this week I was on the skirmish and I was on the Monday night machismo, which is going to be released eventually here. Jimmy, Jimmy. It's already um, up. Just not the oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Good job. Uh, also, go. yeah, you can find me this week. Uh, there's a brand new episode of The Far Center where I talk about uh, the recent uh, the recent case of affirmative action being repealed, uh, or, well, let's call it repealed, by the Supreme Court of the United States. And I answer the question whether that is a good thing or a bad thing. You've got to listen. There it is. I love that. I, by the way, I love that thumbnail. Uh, Jimmy Jimmy showed me a bunch of thumbnails and I was like, I like all of them because uh, Jimmy and Dee are both extremely talented at this kind of thing. Um, but that Not one me, man. I don't I do that. That's, that's all D, bro. Well, that's D. D is fucking awesome. See, this is why we love She's D. Good. She's she makes good, awesome sure. things like that for us. So, but mm-hmm. yeah, go ahead and download that. You can hear what I have to say about affirmative action and uh, yeah, whether or not it's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm personally, I haven't listened yet, but I'm going to say it's been revealed. It's a great listen, too, because it goes no longer than like 30 minutes, Topsy shows, man. So he gets his points across and bang. 
What are you trying to say, Jimmy? What are you trying to say, Jimmy? What are you trying to say, motherfucker? I'm giving him fucking kudos. Yeah, right. Talk now, bitch. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you can always find me on the internet as JReasyMen as usual. Apparently, my child has decided for lunch we're having a quiche. So he's going to warm that up. I'm going to wrap this up real quick because we're going to have a quiche four and three, which is like got bacon or something in it with the eggs. Cool. We got an it H-E-B. actually matches your Santa Cruz. Look, it look. Hey, fucking H E B makes some good shit, and when they make kikis, I'm gonna go eat, fucking eat it, and we're gonna go ham on it. So, um, yeah. So you can find me on the internet at Jay Reason Men, as it says right there. Uh, you can also find me on the Academy if Triple D ever decides he's out of love and um, <laughs> and uh, he wants to tell him he's talk. a whipped malaka for me. Look, look, I will if I see him, <laughs> if I message him, if he decides to message back. Um, and we'll talk to him. Maybe I'll just get somebody else to come do the show with me, or get some co- some guests or whatever. Because I'm itching to talk about Strange New Worlds, and I need to talk about it, but I can't. I can um, introduce you to some Star Trek fans. Look, I would love to do it. If somebody wants to come on and talk, I'm down for it. I'm hitting up people on TikTok, Instagram, all kinds of fun stuff to, hey, join me on my show. Um, and then, of course, you can always see me here every Saturday morning talking with these chuckle fucks about the, le- the night before's SmackDown on the Smack Attack. And, of course, if you want to hear more, if you like, hey, this was cool, I want to find out more. When did these guys jump on the show? Who was on the show before John? Um, oh, well, there was a guy, a British guy on the show. And there was another British guy. And there was this uh, Puerto Rican guy in New York. And there was this other guy. If you want to find out what all happened, go subscribe to Channel Attitude. $5 a month gets you access not only to this show and the archives of the show, but to all the other shows that are on the channel with Ben Hameen, Stevie Richards, Vince Russo, and everybody in between. Go check them out. It's a great time. Lots of stuff. All the locker rooms. All the different things. And then, uh, you know, go have some fun. And for less than a Starbucks coffee, you can have quality entertainment. Uh, not just mind-numbing things. You can have some good stuff. So, gentlemen, thank you all again once again for making this show as wonderful as it is. I look forward to this every week with you guys. Uh, everybody in the chat, thank you for being here as well. Uh, Media M5 as always, and Todd Brantley, and Canada Spaceman, and Elizabeth. Yeah, yep. Todd Brantley, the comment king. Elizabeth is always there. Media M5. Um, let's see. Earlier in the show, we had Alexa. Um, Sir Jam. Sir Jam made it in here. Um, oh, yeah. Alexa, she got frightened once uh, Canada Spaceman said uh, right. that. You know what yeah. he said in the chat there. Yeah, Aaron Ben Shout out to you. Chris Wineland made a made a made an appearance early in the show, and uh, so we we appreciate you being in the show because y'all make the show fun and part of what to do when we are able to be a part of it. As Jimmy absolutely talk to people in the chat. So thank you. <laughs> um, so with that said, ladies and gentlemen, that has been our show. Maybe we'll see you next week.
checks your brain Denying the reality you created for yourself This is Homeboy88 of the Homeboy88 Podcast. If you like hip-hop, video games, pro wrestling, conspiracy theories, and comedy, come check out the Homeboy88 Podcast, constantly in the top Apple Podcast charts. Check out my back catalog featuring some of the funniest wrestling shows ever created. The Homeboy88 Podcast. Search for it and listen today. PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.